It's time for state championship football action. Featuring the East Central Trojans versus the Northwood Panthers on the Sports Voice. 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles, St. Leon. Now let's go to Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Here are Jerry Stenger and Rob Moorhead. A 15-0 season and back-to-back state championships. That is what the East Central Trojans are hoping for this afternoon as they come into Lucas Oil Stadium to play the second straight Class 4A state championship game, this time against the Northwood Panthers. This is Rob Moorhead joined by Jerry Stanger, and we could not be more pleased to be bringing you this ballgame today here on Country 103.9 WRBI. It would not be possible without this fine group of sponsors, including Whitewater Motors, Bruns Gutzweiler, Hurt and Elko, Steve Sunoco, and Make a Mia Pizza, Blackhawk Precision Ag, Herlinger Chevrolet, Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, Savista Bank, Maxwell Construction, St. Leon and Brookville Skyline Chilies, Tom Teepee Car Country, Sig Surveying, Huber Trucking, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Ison's Family Pizza, Hornberger and Sons, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Straber Oil, Ivy Tech Community College, St. Leon BP and Blimpy, Good Apple Roofing, Batesville Dental, Fetty Auto Body, Lutz Beef, and Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company. The Trojans come in at 14-0, the Class 4A number one ranked team all season long. They're taking on Class 4A number 11, Northwood, who comes in at 12-2. Northwood knocked off Fort Wayne Leo 45-33 in last week's semi-state. East Central took care of New Pal by a score of 49-0 in the South semi-state. And, Jerry, we are all set up for state championship football action here this afternoon. Yeah, we are, Rob. It's uh, great to be back here. Great to be back here with you. And great to be back here at Lucas Oil Stadium as the Trojans Try to put their name in the record book. Back-to-back state championships in little old St. Leon, Indiana. We uh, heard Coach on the pregame. How do you have a school with twice as many kids in it as the town? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just how special we are down there, I guess. But uh, what a, uh, a tremendous job by Coach Miners, his staff, the players, administration, and the community. That's what this team has done. Uh, the last couple years, all the little crossroad towns that make up East Central High School, not only the St. Leons, but the Guilfords, Newelsis, Dover, Yorkville, Bright, Logan, the list goes on and on and on, Sunman, Morris, um, dozens of them. And this team has galvanized uh, that whole area and the community. Um, They are just uh, an unbelievably special group of kids. They are incredibly talented. And uh, they are incredibly focused and incredibly driven right now uh, to bring another state championship trophy back down I-74 in a matter of hours. Jerry and I are perched high in the press box in the Lucas Oil Stadium. We are even with the 10-yard line down in uh, the end zone where East Central is warming up. East Central fans and team will be across the field from us, which I like, Jerry. We'll get a good look at the Trojan fans today and a good look at the Trojans on the sideline. Uh, We've got some young eyes up here that are going to help us out. (laughs) Jesse Stanger's up here with us. Uh, My lovely wife, Lisa, is up here as well. Jerry and I will have no chance at seeing jersey numbers from up here. (laughs) 
But I'm hoping those two ladies will be able to help us out in that regard. But uh, it's an exciting day to be here at Lucas Oil Stadium. We're going to tell you a little bit about Northwood after a while and what kind of opponent East Central is up against today. But like we do every week to get our broadcast started, we're going to come back after this break and have Jerry's interview with head coach Jake Miners of the East Central Trojans as they play today for back-to-back state championships. We'll be back with that interview after this two-minute timeout. You are listening to East Central High School State Championship Football on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Whitewater Motors in West Harrison's the most trusted name in the car business. At Whitewater Motors, they treat each customer like they're special because they are. You have high expectations, and the staff of Whitewater Motors enjoys the challenge of exceeding them every time. So when you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, stop by Whitewater Motors in West Harrison and let them show you. You'll see why they're the most trusted name in the car business. Online anytime at whitewatermotors.com. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service, and care. Turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more conditions apply see dealer for details huber trucking serving the community for over 80 years is a proud supporter of east central high school football they congratulate the trojan players their parents and the coaching staff on another successful season and a great run in the playoffs call huber trucking at 812-623-3570 to haul sand gravel or any kind of stone product that's huber trucking 812-623-3570 a proud supporter of east central high high school football no trojans are you in control of your planter knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time with precision planting seed sense you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more so take control of your planter visit planterofthefuture.com try seed sense and more to transform your planter with blackhawk precision ag state road three just north of greensburg Call 593-0405 or visit BlackhawkAg.com today. Jerry Stanger here along with head coach Jake Miners from Lucas Oil Stadium, the site of today's 4A state championship game. Coach, been here last year, done that, back again this year. Talk about what you're feeling right now. Uh, it's just an incredible uh, day, really. You get to really celebrate not only your football program, but your community. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of eyes on uh, St. Leon and people asking where St. Leon is. And, um, you know, how do you have 1,300 kids with only 700 people in the town of St. Leon? <laughs> so uh, it's just more of you know, an enjoyable experience from that aspect of uh, you know, really getting to highlight your community. Uh, we have a quality football program, a quality football team uh, that has worked really hard to put themselves here. Uh, but we always talk, take advantage of that opportunity and the opportunities in front of us today. These kids have played a lot of football really in their whole life, uh, especially the, their high school career. Um, it's got to feel so rewarding and fulfilling and satisfying for you and the rest of your coaches to possibly cap off these seniors' career, especially with back-to-back state titles and put your guys in the history books. Yeah, you always want the seniors to go out the right way, right? You're always, at the beginning of the season, hoping for that state championship. Um, being able to know when your last game is, know when equipment turning day mm-hmm. is, know when your last practice on Trojan Field is. And, uh, it, you know, we've we've enjoyed this week. We've taken the time to talk with the guys, really spent quality time with them. 
uh, just tell them how appreciative we are of them and all their hard work and dedication that they put into this thing. They've been dreaming about playing on this stage, you know, since they were probably kindergarten, first grade, uh, with the EC on the side of their headgear. And uh, I think that's really unique about our community is that um, most of these guys are homegrown and, and they're really playing for their school and their community today. Um, and then those guys, they just put in so much work and effort. They're such a fun group to be be around on a daily basis. Uh, very lighthearted group, which, uh, you know, it's interesting from time to time when you're the head coach, but uh, they're lighthearted. Uh, really excited, to, you know, to be able to go out uh, one last time here together and go play ball together. Well, by this point in the season, everybody knows what East Central's about that follows them. Tell us what Northwood brings to the table on both sides of the ball and what you got to stop and who you got to stop. Yeah, I mean, every everybody's kind of report's going to start with uh, Tuggle and Edmund. They're, they're two special players um, with a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism. Uh, more athletic than, than most people when they step out in the football field, but uh, they're more than just those two guys. They have a quality running game. Uh, their quarterback has, has the ability to stretch it vertically, but can also hurt you with his legs. Um, so, you know, we're obviously going to have to do some things um, to try to generate a pass rush a little bit um, to help our, our guys on the back end, but um, it's all about going out and uh, playing football. You know, the game of football comes down to the fundamentals. That's whoever wins the, in the trenches, and um, our defense line has to be great. Our offensive line has to be great, um, and for us, we we got to make sure we're getting off the field on third down. Um, we got to make sure that when we force them into third down situations, that we can get off the field. And then well, on the flip side, when our offense is getting uh, you know the ball, we get in third down situations. We have to be able to execute. So um, you know, special teams also play a huge factor in these type of games, and that's uh, been a point of emphasis. It's always a point of emphasis for us, but it's even more so this year, this week, uh, to make sure that, that we're ready to go in all three phases. Coach, we'll talk to you after the game. All the best. We'll take a two-minute timeout. Be back with more right after this on your sports voice in southeastern Indiana, Country 103.9 FM WRBI. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Ison'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Nick here from Car Country and the Tom TP Auto Center. The holidays are right around the corner and we want to do everything we can to help kids have a good Christmas. We are collecting new unopened toys. These toys are being collected for the Harrison Community Mayor's Fund and Toys for Tots. While you're there, make sure you enter to win our holiday baskets filled with gift cards, tumblers, hats, t-shirts, oil changes, and other really cool items that were donated by local businesses. It does not cost you anything to enter the giveaway. Simply stop in and register to win. Check out our Facebook pages for more details. No purchase necessary. Need not be present to win. At Savista Bank, we're proud to be part of your home team. We have helped generations of families and businesses achieve their dreams with trusted financial solutions, convenient banking, and personal service. Looking for a lifelong community banking relationship? Team up with Savista. We offer an enhanced banking experience to help you and your community grow. After all, that's what being a good teammate is all about. To learn more, visit savista.bank. Member FDIC. Savista Bank focused on you. 
Hornberger & Sons in Sunman is your start-to-finish plaster and drywall EIFS contractor. Family-owned and operated and serving the tri-state area since 1953, they have the experience that your job deserves. They offer interior and exterior cladding services for both light commercial and residential clients. Install and finish new drywall, as well as performing repairs and renovations on existing interior and exterior walls. Hornberger & Sons in Sunman. Visit their website at hornbergersons.com and like them on Facebook. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Hi, atop Lucas Oil Stadium, Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you as we prepare for the Class 4A state championship between the East Central Trojans and the Northwood Panthers. Jerry, this Northwood team comes into this ballgame 12-2 on the season, and they are led by two Division I wide receivers, Nitro Tuggle. A 6'3", 190-pound senior, a Georgia commit, has 86 receptions, 1,290 yards on the year. And then there's number eight, JoJo Edmond, also a senior. He'll play both ways today. He's got 59 receptions, 741 yards, and seven TDs on defense. He's a linebacker, cornerback, I should say, with five interceptions. JoJo has committed to Michigan. So on one side of the field, a Georgia commit. On the other side of the field, a Michigan commit. The East Central defense going to have to know where these guys are at all times. Uh, absolutely, and uh, they're a big reason why Northwood's quarterback has uh, thrown for over 3,000 yards this year, I think second in the state, uh, behind, I believe, the Lutheran quarterback uh, who we've seen up here this weekend. But they've got two explosive, fast, quick, shifty wide receivers on either side of the field. I'm sure you will probably see uh, some double teams um, out of East Central's uh, coverage packages. Um, Obviously, the Trojans don't have nobody on their side of the roster uh, that can match that athleticism that these two guys bring to the table. But, uh, you know, East Central's played against a lot of D1 guys the last couple of years on the other side of the line from them, and uh, they've come out victorious in uh, all those games. Uh, I mean, you talk about Ron Colley last year in this semi-state. They had D1 guys all up and down the line everywhere else. Uh, We know that uh, New Powell had some last week as well. Um, The Trojans don't seem to let that phase them or bother them. They don't read into the hype of the other team. They are just concerned with themselves and what they need to do and what they need to accomplish. And uh, hopefully, as I said earlier, they can uh, handle that here today. Um, I think the coaches as a whole think that it is good, that they do have that experience factor on their side. Um, Obviously, they uh, got up here a little early than I think maybe they even wanted to, so there was a little bit of waiting around, not bad. Um, I know last year they were talking about how New Prairie was here early and was dressed in full uniform um, like two hours before the game, and they they think that might have played in uh, to New Prairie's, uh, I guess, non-success that they had uh, last year. And I know from experience, uh, I think East Central fell prey to that back in 2015 against Fort Wayne Dwanger. Um, Although they was here in 93 and 94, this was a generation or two later, and I think that played into East Central's uh, not playing well up here at that game as well. They've been here. They've done it. They know what it takes. They know what's in front of them. Uh, they know the atmosphere, the feelings, the nervousness or whatever, and uh, I, I think the, they'll have none of that. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go over uh, and watch a little practice on the walkthrough Thursday morning, and uh, the first thing I noticed was uh, just how relaxed and laid back and uh, almost in a jovial mood uh, the kids kids seem to be. Now, maybe that was because they were going to go home and get their belly full on Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know, but uh, they just seem very focused. And we've heard Coach Miner say it all year, Rob, 
this group is so focused and so driven. Um, all, uh, it makes their job coaching them a heck of a lot easier, and uh, hopefully that will play out here today against a very good Northwood team. Jerry made reference to the second leading passer in the state. That's Owen Rader. He's a 5'11", 180-pound senior, 241 for 354, 3,264 yards and 38 touchdowns through the air against nine interceptions. Owen Rader, along with those two wide receivers, Tuggle and Edmund, they will have to be kept an eye on today by this East Central defense. Let's take our first, uh, second break, I should say, another two-minute timeout here in the pregame show. We'll be back with more of our pregame show as we count down to the kickoff of the Class 4A state championship game on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. This is RJ Sig here for Sig Surveying. Would you like to know where your property lines are located or how to develop your property? Contact Sig Surveying for all your land consulting needs at 623-6700 or visit our website at sigsurveying.com. RJ is now a senior on the East Central football team, but one thing that hasn't changed is the reliable service you get from Sig Surveying. St. Leon Blimpy Subs, located in the BP station on Route 1 next to I-74. Need a breakfast sandwich or packing your lunch? Blimpy opens daily at 5 a.m. Enjoy fresh sliced bread, sliced to order meats, toppings prepped and sliced every morning, piled high to satisfy your hunger. Blimpy is a great catering option for all those holiday get-togethers. Between the Blimpy sliders are the wraps you can't go wrong. Blimpy gift cards are always a great idea. Call 812-576-4444 and let Karen help you with your catering needs. It's red tag savings time at Hurlinger Chevrolet with 1.9% APR financing on new 24 Chevy Equinox to qualified buyers. Plus a warranty forever included at no additional charge. Find your roads, Hurlinger Chevrolet, I-74X 169 West Harrison, or online at HurlingerChevrolet.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to Lucas Oil Stadium. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you as we get ready for kickoff of the Class 4A state championship game between the East Central Trojans and the Northwood Panthers. We gave you a tad of a preview about Northwood a few moments ago, but Jerry, I think the hometown fans want to hear a little bit more about this East Central Trojan team. Again, we've said all year, don't take for granted this Class 4A number one ranking that they've held all season long, especially uh, since winning that state championship last year. Uh, they're coming into this ball game undefeated, and they've got a couple of Division One prospects of their own, namely number 15, Josh Ringer, the state's leading rusher this year. He has 245 carries, 2,629 yards, 52 touchdowns on the ground, 12 receptions, 272 yards, five touchdowns through the air. Uh, the Miami of Ohio commit has been uh, fantastic all season long, Jerry. Yeah, he's been amazing. Uh, actually, his whole career uh, got a lot, a lot on the field as a, uh, a freshman. 
Uh, missed about half the games his sophomore year with an ankle injury. And of course, everybody knows, uh, especially this year and last year as well, with all the running clocks, Josh rarely seen uh, the second half of most games the last two years. I mean, if you think about the yards this guy could have, uh, if, he, if he would have played half the time that he missed with not playing in second halves of games because of running clocks and the injury, um, this guy would have easily around the 8,000-yard mark, maybe more than that. But as it is still, uh, along with him and Ryan Brotherton and Cole Burton, uh, they are going to have their names in the East Central record books probably for years uh, to come without a doubt. Uh, one more quick point on uh, the two fine receivers for the uh, Northwood Panthers. When they do make the catch, Rob, it is absolutely imperative that they get him to the ground and not let him get into the open field and lose their speed and their moves. But back to the Trojans, um, it, it, that's one of them things why we had uh, had a lot of comments uh, last weekend after Friday night about uh, having the defensive players up in the booth to talk to them. People love that. Um, I think, again, they just don't get enough credit what these guys have done. Uh, just an incredible effort offensively and defensively by this football team uh, the last two years. And even though some of these guys aren't going to go on and play D1 football or maybe not at all, right here on this stage, on this level, they are exceptional football players for this East Central football team. Cole Burton, the 6'1", 187-pound senior quarterback, 70 for 103 for 1,312 yards, 21 touchdowns against only two interceptions, 22 carries, 88 yards. What doesn't show up? about Cole Burton is what we saw the entire game last week. That's when they're in that double wing T offense. He pitches the football back, and he becomes a blocker, and he goes at it as hard as any lineman goes at uh, laying those blocks, Jerry, and, yep. and just the exam- uh, epitome of a young man that will do anything to help his team win. Absolutely, and we I talked to Coach Wheat before the game down here, and that's one of the things he said, the unselfishness of these kids because there's only a few of them that get the ink and the pub and their name in the paper and all that stuff. Um, but he said they really do get along well. He said sometimes you hear it and you kind of all shrug your shoulders. But he said this group has been together since the time they started playing football 10 years ago, probably second or third grade. He said there's no jealousy. There's there's no di- diversion or division, excuse me. He said these kids all get along and pull for one another. And we've seen that firsthand this year by uh, when some of the younger kids uh, get on the field and make plays. Guys like Brotherton and Burton and Ringer, and uh, some of the seniors on defense are the first guys out on the field to congratulate them. We've seen how absolutely overjoyed they were for freshman Ryan Mingus last week, getting a couple touchdowns and getting new pal uh, the way they came onto the field and congratulated him. It truly is a team. These guys are truly together, and uh, hopefully for them and their coaches and everybody back home and across the way from us, um, going to be a great, great, great feeling if they can come away with a win here today. Jerry, if you run for 479 yards against New Pal, not only is your quarterback doing a lot of blocking, but this offensive line is doing a lot of blocking. Led by number 73, 296-pound senior Noah Schneider at left tackle, 71, 234-pound freshman Noah Brown at left guard, R.J. Sig, the 253-pound senior at center, Wyatt Smith, 230-pound junior at right guard, and Gavin Osterman, the 290-pound tackle sophomore on the right side. Jerry, this offensive line has been tremendous all year long. Doesn't matter what level of football you're on, Rob. You're only as good as your offensive line if you're a running back, and these guys have been solid for the last two years. They just 
rarely make mistakes. Um, you don't see a lot of penalties called against them. You don't see a lot of false starts and things of that nature. Um, again, it goes back to a lot of the coaching uh, that the kids put into it or the, the coaches put into it. Uh, but the offensive line, again, one of those group of unsung heroes that don't seem to get enough credit uh, as the game goes along and the years roll along. And Coach mentioned in the pregame how important special teams are. Uh, Northwood's got a couple explosive guys that they stick back there on kick and punt returns. Got to make sure to stay in your lane. Got to make sure to get these guys to the ground on special teams as well. And uh, if it's going to be a close game, it could come down to a Nathan McPhee kick, or I understand I don't have his name in front of me. Northwood kicker is very, very good as well. He is a special young man, Rob. Dominic DeFritis, that would be, Jerry, and we'll talk more about him as well. We're going to take one final two-minute timeout, and we'll come back with kickoff of the Class 4A state championship game right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. We are here for you. Are you having a little trouble getting up from the chairs in your home? George's can help you find the perfect lift chair with unmatched comfort and complete range of colors, styles, and sizes to fit all body types. With a chair by Golden or Pride, they not only fit any decor, they add to it. Call us or stop into our sales floor. George's, we are here for you. Now through Christmas, get $100 off any lift chair at George's. Maxwell Construction Company would like to wish all schools and student athletes good luck in their sports endeavors. To make a great team, it takes lots of hard work, practice, and dedication. Whether you're on the football field or participating in any sport or school event, Maxwell Construction, your leader in commercial construction and building solutions in Southeast Indiana since 1988, salutes all the area teams. Fresh pizza. Is there anything better? Yeah, convenient fresh pizza. Make a Mia Pizza is the definition of convenience and fresh. They're at the corner of Highway 1 and Interstate 74 in St. Leon. Looking for a warm up but not craving pizza? They've got fresh hoagies and pasta too. Make a Mia Pizza shares a building with Sunoco. The convenience just keeps coming. Fill your tank and fill your stomach. Make a Mia Pizza and Sunoco in St. Leon, right on Highway 1 and Interstate 74. Attention all motorists, the white-tailed deer are on the move and crossing the roads. Joe Fetty and his staff at Fetty's Auto Body remind you to be careful when driving your vehicle. And if you meet up with a white-tailed deer, have no fear. Call Fetty's Auto Body to get your car back in gear. If your vehicle has small dings or dents, let Fetty's Auto Body use veinless dent repair. Or if it's a major collision repair, Fetty's will work with all insurance companies. And all work is warranted. Fetty's Auto Body on North Dearborn Road in Sunman. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Welcome back to Lucas Oil Stadium. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you as we look out across the large screen scoreboards here and see Jake Miners on the board. Josh Ringer's been up there as well along with others. Uh, they do a great job here uh, with the IHSAA and putting on this uh, state championship series of games. The 1A, 3A, and 5A games were yesterday, 2A, 4A, and 6A today. And Jerry, what's it say about the Indianapolis Colts that uh, they are such a great partner of the IHSA as here come the Trojans out of the tunnel. That roar you hear across the stadium is the East Central Trojan fan base who is loud and proud 
filling the lower half of the bowl on that side. A great turnout from the uh, East Central community, the Sunman-Dearborn community. But, Jerry, the Indianapolis Colts allowing the IHSA to use this facility just two days before they have a big game at home tomorrow <laughs> against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, very cool that the coach, in conjunction with the IHSAA, uh, allow the kids to play in this type of venue. It's got to be exciting uh, for everybody here. And uh, for a lot of people, um, I'm sure every year it's probably their first time in an NFL stadium at all. So uh, a great experience for everybody to come up here. Uh, of course, the year's uh, fourth trip up here in the last eight years, starting in 15. So uh, two, the uh, two years prior to that, 93 and 94, obviously in the old Hoosier Dome, uh, thank goodness that's gone, <laughs> and they built this beautiful facility up here. But uh, just a great atmosphere for the kids. And, uh, you know, e- even if you've been here before, uh, like these guys have down here, I'm sure there's still a little bit of uh, nervousness, a little tingling in the belly. But once you get out there and you get the game started, I, and I, I'm like everybody else, it's just back to football and X's and O's and blocking and tackling and things like that. And uh, real quickly, Real quickly, like to give a shout-out to my godson listening back home, Ryan. Wish you were here. He's enjoying Thanksgiving with his family today. He was able to be up here last year on that Trojan football team and Joey Hearth and uh, got themselves a ring up here last year. They are home today listening. Very good, Jerry. You talked about the Trojans being up here fourth time in eight years looking for their fourth football state championship. They lead the state in scoring in 49.9 points per game and in margin of victory at 43.9 points per game. This defense only allowing 5.9 points per game, which is tied for second in the state of Indiana. On defense, of course, being led by some of the guys we talked about in the Semistate postgame. We talked to in the Semistate postgame last week. Braden Rouse, the senior linebacker, 97 tackles, four sacks. Of course, Dylan Maxwell, the senior linebacker, 78 tackles, and here in the last four or five games, Dylan has become a primary running back for this ball club as well. Alex Kuhn, a junior linebacker, five and a half sacks. Jace Dorsey, a senior cornerback, three interceptions. Carson Bazanka, a junior cornerback, three interceptions, to name a few. We didn't even get to Red Dog, Eli Ertle, and all he brings to this defense. And talking to Doug Hogue, we both had conversations with Doug prior to the game and uh, as we said Jerry this defense is sometimes underrated but they bring it uh, week in and week out. Yes they do Rob Uh, and and again uh, it's just a really good defense. Doug Hogue has done a fantastic job uh, the last few years coordinating this defense got a help from a lot of great coaches and uh, you talked about East Central scoring it right at 50 a game. They've actually upped that a couple of ticks in the tournament through five tournament games so far uh, averaging about 52 points a game, so uh, even up to a little bit. Uh, the defense has been there all year long. They've only given up uh, more than one touchdown to Moeller and Martinsville uh, in any of the games previous to today, and right now we're going to have the uh, coin toss out in the middle of the field. Indeed we are, and I don't think we can pick up the head official uh, clearly enough uh, on our audio, so we'll continue to talk, but the Trojans tonight are the visiting team, so they are wearing white jerseys with their black pants 
Uh, the white jerseys have black numbers trimmed in red. Of course, they're black helmets with the red logos. Northwood is in all black tonight. They are also black and red. They're black jerseys, black pants with red numbers, and they have black helmets as well. So it'll be interesting with two teams with black helmets, Jerry. I uh, hope that won't get too confusing out on the field. We've got to look at the jerseys, not the helmets. And it looks like East Central won the toss and deferred choice, and Northwood is going to get the ball first here in the first half of this football game. So we'll get to see that Trojan defense right away for Northwood. They average 37.9 points a game defensively. They're giving up 19.1 points a game. When their offense comes onto the field here momentarily, they average 392.8 yards a game. Interestingly enough, Jerry, of that, 154 on the ground, 238 through the air. They're a primary passing team, but we talked about those two wide receivers that are Division I prospects. They've got 38 touchdowns. Excuse me, they've got 73 touchdowns, 29 of those on the ground, 38 uh, receiving touchdowns. The 38 I was referring to are the passing touchdowns as well from quarterback Owen Raider. Of course, the Panthers coached by Nate Andrews in his 10th year, 85-31, and and like Jake Miners, also attended Northwood High School and was part of one of their state championships teams, I believe, back in 2005. Northwood has made... I believe actually one more trip to the state finals than the Trojans have. Uh, but other than the one time when they beat Chatard 7 to nothing, um, they ran into some really, really tough competition up here. But uh, they have a lot of history and tradition on their side as well. This is their eighth football state finals appearance, their second in Class 4A, their first one since their 2016 runner-up finish. They did win Class 4A back in, excuse me, they won Class 3A back in 2000. And five. We'll see how juiced up Nathan McPhee is here as he gets ready to kick off to start this game. Back deep for Northwood will be Nitro Tuggle and Trey Woods. This is fielded by Tuggle at the five-yard line. Make that Edmonds at the five-yard line. Gets it out to the 21-yard line. This game is underway, and that's where Northwood will take over first and ten. Alex Kuhn on the special team stop. And as Rob said, good job again by the special teams. 21-yard line will be the start for Northwood. Owen Raider will lead this football team onto the field. You'll see a spread offense out of this Northwood Panther ball club when they get out here on the field. And they've got a big offensive alignment on right tackle, Jerry. Number 71 is Max Parsiak. When they do run the ball, look for him to go behind big number 71. Shotgun formation and a spread formation. They go empty here. They're going to bunch four receivers to the bottom of the formation as Raider drops back to pass. Raider under pressure. Big Eli Erdahl, yeah! Gets there and brings him down for the sack. A one-yard loss going to bring up second down and ten. Eli Erdahl got there from his right defensive end position. And made him pay right off the bat, Jerry. I'm not sure that Northwood even knew the play they were running. They had four receivers down here below us. And at the snap of the ball, they all just kind of stood there together. One man in the backfield is Landon Perry. We'll talk about him here momentarily. Stands to the left of Raider. High snap. They'll hand this one. Nope, it's a fake. Play action. Running to the left, looking over the middle, trying to find his receiver out there. That one falls incomplete. Going to bring up a third down and 12. I need a number on that receiver. I think it is number three. Was that Nitro Tuggle out there? And that pass falls incomplete. Northwood's got these red numbers on their black jerseys, and 
they really uh, mesh together for me. So if Jesse or Lisa can see numbers here, <laughs> I will be most appreciative. Carson Pazonka on the coverage, and again, they got pressure on the quarterback. Empty backfield for Raider, third and 11. Now one man moves in the backfield with him. That's Landon Perry. Now he goes in motion. It's empty. Blitz on. Pass is complete across the 25-30. First down and more out to the 37-yard line. Goes the ball carrier, and that's number nine, Landon Perry, who came out of the backfield to catch that pass, and Perry moves the chains. Takes it from the 22. They're going to mark him on the 38, 18-yard gain. Well-designed play in the middle of the field. Running a slant and had blockers out in front of him. It was a little screen. They allowed the East Central defensive lineman to come through and then threw it over the top of him. Here's a swing pass out of the backfield to Perry. Perry running to the left near the Northwood sideline. He gets rocked by Jace Dorsey, but not until a gain of about seven yards out to the 45-yard line. Going to bring up second and short for Northwood. It's nice, safe pass play by the Panthers. Good gain on first down, second and short up at the Panther 45. Landon Perry stands in the backfield alongside Raider. Two receivers to the top, one man alone at the bottom. At the bottom is Nitro Tuggle. It's a fake handoff and a quarterback keeper for Raider. Raider makes a cut to the right, now dives across the 45, out to the 48-yard line, very near the line to gain. This may be third down and short, Yep. and it looks like that's what they will call it. He's just shy of the 48, which is what he needs for the first down. Looks this time, nope, Raiders going to drop back. I thought he was going under center, Jerry, but he's dropping back in the shotgun formation with Perry off his right shoulder. They hand it to Perry. Perry's got running room out across midfield into East Central Territory, and this drive stays alive for Northwood. Connor Kuhn on the tackle. Not a big game, but enough for the first down for Northwood, as Rob said, at the 49 of East Central, and now they go hurry up. Back to the line of scrimmage, and that left tackle, uh, for Northwood, Kyle Nichols, 270, made a great block there. Back to pass is Raider, dumps it off to Perry. Perry trying to get back to the original line of scrimmage, maybe does, but he runs into two Trojan defenders there, no gain on the play. Nice coverage there by Alex Maxwell and Connor Kuhn again. Second down and 10. I did it. I said to Alex. <laughs> not you did the Alex again. Maxwell. I did it. And Jesse did got it. you. Jess got me. Trips to the bottom of the formation. One man alone at the top. One Perry in beside his quarterback, Raider. And now we have a flag come in. And uh, the official, the back judge, threw that flag. Actually, the, the line judge threw that flag, and it hit the center. I thought that was kind of funny. And I think it's a yep. false start um, against Northwood. So back them up five yards. So first penalty of the ball game goes against the Panthers. Yep. Five yards is a lot in a game like this, especially as Northwood's moving a little bit. Got a couple of first downs here. Just go across midfield. Makes it just a little bit tougher. It's going to be, I think, second down and 15, second down and 14. That is the case, Jerry. They'll move the football all the way back to the 46-yard line of Northwood. They've got to get it out to the 39-yard line. Second down and long. Fake it to Perry. Play action. Raider rolling out to his right. Under pressure. Gets rid of it. Complete. Just past the original line of scrimmage. uh, The original set of yard markers out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Going to bring up third down. Still about seven yards to go or eight yards to go on this one. Uh, That pass was complete to number eight on the catch, and that's Josiah Edmond, and more more likely known as JoJo Edmond, the Michigan commit. Third down and long here 
A big play for East Central. Play action. Rolling left is Raider. Looking. Has a man out here. Complete at the 40. He makes a cut, but drug down short of the line to gain. Going to bring up a decision time here for Northwood and Coach Nate Andrews as fourth down and short here. And we'll see what they decide gonna, to do in the state championship game. Yeah, they're going to go for this here. Fourth down, and it looks like about two or three. And on that tackle was Dylan Maxwell. I don't think there's any doubt. They're not even actually fourth and probably less than two. Yeah, I'd say fourth and a long one here, Jerry. Big play for the Trojans. There's a snap. The handoff is to Perry. Perry not going to no, go there. No, he's not. Easy central. And the ball comes loose at the end, but they will say down by contact. But East Central, Red Dog, Eli Ertle was in there, and they did a great job on the left side of that defensive line. For East Central, Braden Becknell there as well to help out. And East Central gets the first turnover of the game on downs. We get a look at it on the big screen. And 43 is in there, Jerry, yep. on that tackle. Give Connor Kuhn a huge stop on that play. Well, we'll see what the offense can do here. See what they're th- – well, actually, we don't know. Will they come out in the double wing tee or the – looks like they are going to start in the – well, they're going to split backfield yep. to start with. Looks like Maxwell on one side, Ringer on the other. Under center goes the quarterback for East Central. It's a handoff in the backfield. Running toward the right is Josh Ringer. Ringer carries the pile ahead for about five yards as East Central started this one on their own 40-yard line. And a pickup of four on first down for Ringer makes it second down and six. Great job by the defense. They had on their heels a little bit. Northwood runs off 10 plays, but they get turned away on a big fourth down stop by the Trojans. 10 play drive, second down, split backfield again. This is a a pitch in the backfield of Brotherton running to the left on the jet sweep and Ryan back to the line of scrimmage and nothing else. And a big tackle that time for number eight, JoJo Edmonds. And uh, we talked about him playing cornerback as well. And JoJo, a huge stop right there. Brings up third down and seven for East Central. Well, you don't want to give the ball right back to Northwood here. See what they can come up with here on third down and six. They're going to go to the double wing tee. Here's the double wing tee. Ryan Mingus in the backfield. Maxwell gets the ball running to the right. Maxwell out near midfield, near the the line to gain, and he got it. Yep. Needed to get to midfield, and he got just enough. And a nice job by the East Central offense to move the chains. Wow. Great block by Ryan Mingus that time, then running in behind big number 78 for the Trojans, and that is Wyatt Smith, and they move the right side of that defense enough for the first down, first and 10 for the Trojans. Split backfield, shotgun, two receivers at the bottom, one alone at the top, handoff into the backfield. That's Ryan Brotherton running off left tackle. He gets out near the 45-yard line of Northwood, so a pickup of five on the play. Going to bring up, well, give him four, Jerry, second yep. down and six. Nothing wrong with that. You'll take four yards on first down all day long here. East Central showing multiple formations already. We've seen the split backfield. We've seen the double wing. They're going split backfield on this one. Maxwell and Ringer in there. Maxwell on the right, Ringer on the left. Two receivers split out to the bottom. Cole Burton goes under center. They put Brotherton in motion. Now it's an inside handoff from Brotherton to Ringer. Ringer getting to the outside. Ringer across the 40. 35 down to the 30-yard line. Big gainer on the counter for Josh Ringer to set East Central up with another first down. Well, I was just going to comment before that play that Northwood so far early has done a really good job. But that time, uh, Josh catches him and gets a big gain 
for the first down, down at the Northwood 31. Corey Helms, a nice block from his wide receiver spot to give Ringer a chance to get a few more yards at the end of that play. Split backfield once again. Two receivers, top of the formation. This is a handoff, a dive to Josh Ringer. Ringer running straight over the left guard. Ringer getting out near the 25-yard line. Call it the 26 on first down. A gain of five brings up second down and five. Again, four or five yards, first down. Playbook's wide open. I tell you, Northwood is not big up front, but they really are so far the little bit I can tell. They are really quick and flying to the football. Robbie Blaze split way to the top. Brotherton in the slot. Two receive, excuse me, two running backs in split in behind. This one goes to Maxwell running to the left. Maxwell tripped up just past the line of scrimmage, able to dive forward, however, for a gain of three. Going to bring up third down and two with a ball marked to the 23-yard line. Didn't see you got the tackle for the Panthers, but he got Dylan right around. Here we go on the replay. And if Dylan's able to get, that, get out of that, he's got a first down and more. That was the linebacker, Keith Miller who is the leading tackler on this team, Jerry, 103 tackles. Double wing on third down. Here comes Ringer in motion. Now he'll go back to his left wing spot. Maxwell's on the right wing. Mingus right behind his quarterback, Cole Burton. Brotherton split out alone at the bottom of the formation. Cole back under center. Here comes Maxwell. They hand this one to Ryan Mingus, and Mingus has nowhere to go. They try to go right over the left guard. And there was just no room on that side. Noah Brown and Noah Schneider were over there, but doing a nice job on the right side of that defensive line. They ran right into where Max Parsiak is, the big 300-pounder, and he helped clog that one up, Jerry. They mark it on the 23, or excuse me, the 20, 23. They got to get to the 21, fourth and two. Fourth and two, and the Trojans will go for it. They'll stay double wing. Fourth and two. What's your fourth and two play in the state championship? We're about to find out. It's going back to Josh Ringer. Ringer trying to get there, and I don't think he made it, Jerry. A big stop for Northwood as Josh got down to the 22-yard line, but nothing more as he ran to the right. And Northwood did a great job on the defensive line stopping that one up, and they turn it over on downs and give it back to the Panthers. Well, they read that one perfectly. They knew which side Josh was coming to. They overloaded that side. The right side of the offensive formation. They've seen that on film against New Pal last week. So give credit to both defenses early. Panthers ran 10 plays. The Trojans run nine. And uh, nobody scores. Timeout on the field as we have immediate timeout. We'll take a 60-second timeout. Come back with more. No score. 3.36 to play in quarter number one for the Class 4A state championship. On Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. You only have one smile. Make yours the best it can be with Batesville Dental. For over 40 years, Batesville Dentals provided the latest technology in their state-of-the-art facility. They strive to make your visit a pleasure. Doctors Broughton, Liedermeyer, and Roberts and their staff offer preventative care, Invisalign, implants, extractions, and cleanings to keep your mouth healthy and your smile beautiful. Batesville Dental, 391 Northside Drive, Batesville. You only have one smile. Make yours the best it can be. Batesville Dental. 
Straber Oil Company wishes good luck to the East Central football team. Looking to work full or part-time driving a semi for this family-friendly company? When you work for Straber Oil, you'll enjoy flexible hours Monday through Friday, benefits, holiday pay, and a 401k. Come work for a local business that makes sure you're home each night. Straber Oil Company. Stop by our office in Batesville or call us to apply. 812-934-2910. Good luck to the East Central football team from Straber Oil Company. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Lucas Oil Stadium. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you. 336 to play here in quarter number one. Jerry, each team has had one possession, and so far the defense is winning this battle on both sides of the football. Both teams have moved the ball, but they get down uh, inside the 30-yard line, and the defense have stood tall. Yeah, the uh, Panthers had that one well scouted out, and uh... – you know, we just a quick little word between the break between us. Uh, Northwood's not going to come in here and lay down. I'm sure they've seen everything that, and all the predictions going against them, and uh, going to come out and get beat by double figures, all that stuff. Uh, that really doesn't mean anything when your kids are down on the field playing with emotion. Um, and we've seen great success with that play against New Pal last week. Didn't work that time for East Central. Both teams' long drives to start the game, and both turned away by the opposing defense. East Central ran it for 37 yards of total offense. Northwood, 44. Here comes Northwood, first and 10 from their own 23-yard line. There's a pass complete out near the 35, out of bounds at the 37-yard line on the catch that time. For Northwood was Nitro Tuggle, and that makes it another first down. That'll move the chains on a 12-yard pickup. you got to respect the speed of these wideouts. That's why you're going to see probably more soft coverage so the guys can keep the receivers in front of you. And that's going to allow for those underneath catches. Northwood goes spread formation. Two receivers to the top. One man split out at the bottom. Perry stands off the right shoulder of Raider. Raider gives it to Perry. Perry running straight up the middle. Got through the first line. Out across the 40. Out to the 43-yard line. So a nice gain on first down for Perry. Going to bring up second down and six. Looked like number 43 for the Trojans on the tackle that time, Jerry. Connor Kuhn, he called his name a lot already here this afternoon. Good shot of Connor Kuhn on the big screen here. Second down. Perry gets it again. Nowhere to go that time. Perry runs right into the line, and I think it was Eli Ertle there to swallow him up. Nope, that was number 35. Braden Rouse, I believe, 46 and uh, 56. Brendan Coulter in there as well, Jerry. And Brady... Braden Becknell also in there as well. So a big third down here for East Central. Loss of two, third and eight. Got to get off the field here. Raiders sends three receivers top of the formation. The ball is at the near hash. Perry now goes out of motion. It's empty backfield. Goes out of the backfield in motion, I should say. Passes complete to the 40. Trojans there to make the tackle. On the tackle, Carson Pazanka. That was completed. Uh, to the wide receiver, number 35 for Northwood. I think they're going to go for it again, Rob. That's Seth Russell, and that's going to bring up fourth down at about seven. And if they do go for it, they will give East Central an opportunity to get the ball in their own territory. Uh, the punter for this team is Nitro Tuggle. They try to draw East Central off. Two receivers split to the bottom, one split to the top. Raider now drops back. He may quick kick this. There's it. There it is, a high snap. Raider goes up and gets it, and he quick kicks it away, and it's going to bounce and roll down to the 20-yard line, continues to get a nice Northwood roll all the way down to the 16-yard line, so a nice quick kick punt there 
for Raider, and that'll give the Trojans first and 10. They'll mark it at the 16-yard line. Yeah, we kind of thought that they would. They're not going to give East Central's offense an opportunity on their side of the field. So a little quick kick by the quarterback. East Central's going to come out here and get it first and 10 at their own 16-yard line. A lot of turf to cover here for the Trojans. We'll see if they can break a few other than that. Long run by Ringer there, that first drive. It was four or five yards of carry, and then they shut him down on the fourth down try. 143 to play in quarter number one. Timeout on the field while we switch possession. We'll take a 30-second timeout, come back with more right after this. You're listening to State Championship Football on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. There's something about Skyline that makes people feel good. For me, it's all about the conies. I gotta have them at least once a week. That freshly grated cheese and warm chili, it's a perfect combination. And those steamed buns, it's like they just came out of the oven. That's what makes Skyline conies so special. You know it. Even when I get a three-way, I always get a coney on the side. Skyline cheese conies just make you feel good. Feeling good, it's Skyline time. Michelle and Dave Dettons of the St. Leon and Brookville Skyline Chilies ask you to stop in before or after the game. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. I want to say thank you to Brent Lee back in the studio for running the board for us and as general manager of the station for allowing us to come up here and broadcast this East Central State Championship football game for you from Lucas Oil Stadium. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Whitewater Motors. Runs Gutsweller, Hurt and Elko, Steve Sinoco, and Make a Mia Pizza, and Blackhawk Precision Ag. Jerry, you look at the early going stats here. Northwood's got 62 yards of offense to 37 uh, for East Central. Northwood um, averaging per rush only one yard because they are throwing the ball. They've thrown it for 55 of those 62 yards. Trojans yet to throw a pass so far in this one. Uh, all 37 of their yards coming on the ground. We'll see what they come out here and do in this possession here as they're showing the highlights up on the big board from the new Pal East Central game last Friday. What a game that was for East Central, and there they have their scores up here. As Jerry was talking about in the sectional, the Trojans put up 62, 56, 47, 47 more in the regional, and 49 against New Pal in the semi-state. But uh, right now with 143 to play here in quarter number one, no score, and East Central coming back out on the field for their second offensive possession. They'll open up double wing. Brotherton split out to the bottom of the formation. The ball is near the top hash. This is a handoff to Ringer with a head of steam. Josh gets out across the 20 to the 21-yard line. A good gain on first down of six. Going to bring up second down and four. Well, as I said, Northwood really doing a nice job holding the Trojan run game in check so far. Three and four and five a pop. Good tackling. Not very big on defense, but they are active. Let's give him five on the carry. Going to bring up second down and five again. Pitch back to Josh. Josh getting some positive yardage out near the 25-yard line. Very near the line to gain. Hit hard and drawn, driven back there. Uh, and going to bring up third down and short here for East Central. Here we're going to get another replay of it. Uh, everybody had a lot of good blocking out there, but a nice job getting in there. The name we're going to call a lot tonight um, is number eight, and that is JoJo Edmonds, and JoJo made a great tackle on that one, third and short. Third and about a yard, maybe four feet here. Double wing, it's Maxwell. He takes the handoff running right, makes one guy miss, spins out of a tackle. He should have enough for the first down. Boy, nice second effort. By Dylan Maxwell, Jerry, and that'll move the chains. Well, they are going to move the chains with that benefit of a measurement. I thought it might be close, but 
Good job there. I, I was looking at the formation there. I mean, Cole Burton, if he takes that snap and goes straight ahead, he might still be running. Keith, they didn't have anybody over the ball. Keith Miller tried to wrap Dylan up high around the shoulder pads, and Dylan shed that tackle, spun out of it to get the first down. This is Ringer running to the right, or excuse me, running to the to the right. That is correct, out across the 30-yard line. A pickup of about three on the play will bring up second down and seven. Again, they're really doing a nice job, flowing to the ball, playing their gaps. And uh, they have watched some film. That's going to be end of the quarter. We have reached the end of quarter number one, and this is a low-scoring, no-scoring game so far. Zero to zero is our score between East Central and Northwood. We'll take a 60-second timeout and come back with second quarter action right after this. You're listening to Class 4A State Championship Football on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Finding shingles in your yard? More rain coming in than running off? You need to call Good Apple Roofing, southeastern Indiana's local roofer for over three decades. Good Apple Roofing has you covered, literally. Good Apple Roofing installs asphalt dimensional shingles, standing seam metal roofs, PVF membranes for flat roofs, and more. Whether you need a residential or commercial roofing solution, Good Apple Roofing and their professional staff are here to help. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger back with you from Lucas Oil Stadium. And as we look out of the big board and actually down at the center field where the uh, Colts logo is, Stephen Medlock, a, the offensive line coach and also a science teacher at East Central High School, is being recognized along with a teacher from Northwood. Uh, the students get to select a teacher to be honored from each school uh, at the state finals. Tom Black, East Central principal, out there as well uh, with Stephen Medlock. And how cool it is uh, for Stephen to get that recognition here on this big stage, Jerry. Yeah, very cool. Very, very well-liked teacher and coach and person in the East Central community is one Stephen Medlock, without a doubt. First quarter stats, 51 yards for East Central, all on the ground, 62 for Northwood. Most of those through the air. East Central's run 13 plays. Northwood has run 14 plays individually for East Central. Josh Ringer, seven carries for 36 yards. For uh, Northwood, Perry has run it four times for six yards. Raider is seven for eight through the air, Jerry, for 55 yards. Three of those to Perry, 26 yards. Two of them to Tuggle for 21 yards. Edmund and Russell also have catches. Uh, also, East Central, Dylan Maxwell has three carries for 11 yards. Brotherton has had the ball in his hands twice for four yards. So that's what it looks like from a game that has been dominated by the defenses here. As I was telling Jerry, in the 5A game yesterday, it was like that, too, between Decatur Central and Fort, Fort Wayne Snyder. And as Fort Wayne Snyder continued to run the ball, eventually they broke through the line for an 80-yard touchdown run, then later in the second half, a 95-yard touchdown run. Feels like that could happen in this game as well. East Central, second down and eight as we start second quarter action. Trojans going from our right 
to our left. They send Ringer in motion out of the backfield. They're going to swing it to him. First completion of the game. Josh catches it, gets out in space across the 35-yard line, out to the 36. He needs the 37 for the first down. It'll bring up third down and short. Get a little passing game in there as they swing Josh out of the backfield, loses his helmet. And as Rob said, probably less than a yard for the first down here. See if they go quick huddle. Maybe Burton will keep this himself. I mean, you look in front of the center, there's nobody there, literally. Cole is under center, and Jerry called it. He goes right off the back of R.J. Sig for big yardage, Jerry. He takes it about seven yards all the way out to the 43-yard line. We may see that again before the day is over. Well, that's about the third time I've seen it, and they couple them, not every down, but there's a lot of downs where they don't put anybody over the center, over the football, and it's like this is that's as easy as five yards as you're going to get. Trojans move the chains. They're going shotgun formation here. They've got a split backfield in behind Burton. Burton takes the handoff. He hands it off to the right. I think that's Brotherton. Ryan Brotherton yep. on the carry. Brotherton going right over the right side of that offensive line, and Brian gets seven yards on first down to bring up second down and three all the way out to midfield, Jer. Yep, just shy of the 50-yard line, second down and about four, maybe three. But, again, it's just it's the consistency you're looking here for East Central. Gavin Osterman. five yards. I'm sorry. No, Gavin did a great job there, Jerry. I apologize. Ryan goes in motion now out of the backfield. They pitch it back to Josh Ringer. Ringer running left. Ringer breaks a tackle at the 47, dives forward to the 45-yard line. That'll move the chains for East Central. Nice power running there for number 15. And, again, a really good job by this Northwood defense here early on. Getting to the ball carrier now. We've seen a couple broken tackles by Josh and one earlier by Dylan Maxwell to get the first down, but they are really, really doing a nice job getting to the ball quickly. JoJo Edmonds finally brought him down. Josh trucked one would-be tackler. Yep. Went right over top of him. Ball now on the near hash, and East Central goes split backfield in behind Ringer, who's under center. Ryan Mingus at the right, Ringer at the left. They fake it to Mingus. Play action. Back to pass is Burton. Burton looking down the right sideline. Has a man out there. Incomplete. Nice coverage out there. Ryan Brotherton was the intended receiver. I think that ball bounced right off the defender's helmet out there in coverage was Michael Anderson. I think you might be right, Rob. Good coverage by Anderson on Brotherton. You know they're going to take a shot or two down the field. Yeah, it did, right off his helmet. It did indeed, and that's going to bring up second down and 10 for East Central. If Cole would have looked Ryan off, Robbie Blay was literally wide open at about the 20-yard line. Under center goes Burton, handoff to Ringer. Josh running to the right, following Ryan Mingus down to the 40-yard line. Going to be a gain of about four on the play, looking at third down and six here. We'll give him five, third down and five. Tell him, my, my unofficial count, the East Central's ran about 20 plays so far here today, and in any regular day, it would be a running clock by now if they ran 20 <laughs> plays. But not today. Not, not today. This Northwood defense has been up to the challenge so far, and, Jerry, I don't think there's any doubt we're going to be in four-down territory yep. here. They go shotgun formation this time, two running backs around the quarterback, Burton, and inside handoff, and Ringer's got room across the 30, down to the 25-yard line, still on his feet at the 20. First down for the Trojans. And Josh looked like he got wrapped up around the helmet, and no fly come out. He's grabbing his helmet right now and got to readjust it. A great inside handoff. They sold the uh, screen pass to Brotherton, and then Josh, and again, right there, how do you not throw a flag there? 
That was JoJo Edmonds trying to take him down by the helmet. And Josh ran right through that. Nice counterplay that time for East Central. Under center, this one's handed off to Ringer running to the right. Josh turns it upfield for a gain of about two on the play on first down. We'll give him three. Going to bring up second down and seven. Ball now in the red zone down at the 18-yard line. And again, a little misdirection on that last play that get, got Josh free. But And again, Northwood just really doing a good job overall. They've only let Ringer get free twice. And they've really done a great job on the run defense. Rutherton split out alone at the bottom. They give Ringer on a student body right. Josh turns it upfield, gets inside the 15-yard line, down to the 14. Still going to be about down to the 13, going to be about three yards shy. Third down and three. This is the best drive so far for this East Central offense. And, Jerry, how big would it be to stick it in the end zone on this drive? Yep. See, Ryan Ming has come in. This is definitely four-down territory, even – and this is going to be double wing territory, yeah. brother. Some coaches might take a field goal here if they don't make it, but I think they're they're going for the whole it's thing. It's Dylan here. Maxwell with room running to the left. Got Dylan the first down. gets the first down inside the ten, down to the eight, make it the nine yard line. It'll set up first and goal for East Central from the nine. And when they needed a big yard, they went double wing and brought Maxwell off of that right wing. Well, familiar territory for the Trojans. We got a replay of it here. Dylan, a nice job. First and goal from the nine. Can the Trojans get on the board first here? Seven and a half left in the second quarter. Still no score. Austin King wrapped him up, and now it's first and goal. Double wing formation. Here comes Maxwell. An inside handoff from Maxwell to Ringer. Josh has room but loses his footing. Gets inside the five-yard line. Down to the four, and it'll be second and goal from the four. And, Jerry, from here, yep. you could see it open up, but Josh slipped on the turf. And was that that gave them an opportunity to bring him down? Absolutely, Rob. I, I thought he was going to score two. You get the replay right there. He tried to make a cut, and then he lost his footing. So and we got to have a timeout by Northwood, I think, Rob. And, and what happened on that one, Jerry? It was uh, first of all in the double wing. They handed it off to flipped it back to Maxwell. Maxwell takes it running to the left, and then Josh takes off going to the right. It's an inside handoff, and they've had success with that play. Uh, that one got him positive yardage, but second down and goal from the four. Another media timeout. Let's take a 30-second timeout. Be back with more right after this. You're listening to State Championship Football on WRBIRadio.com. Thinking of thinking of maybe settling in a state? How about both? One call covers it all with Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, now conveniently located under one roof near Dover, Indiana. Both Dale and Randy Lutz, as realtors and auctioneers, have been serving the community for over 30 years. Their profession is turning your assets into cash. Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, where they're in your corner. Call 812-637-6666. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger back with you. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Herlinger Chevrolet, Cornerstone Realty, and Lutz Auction Service, Savista Bank, Maxwell Construction, and St. Leon and Brookville, Skyline Chili's. East Central on the drive. They took over the ball at their own 16-yard line on this drive after a quick kick punt from Northwood. And East Central has moved the ball all the way down inside the five-yard line, Jerry, looking at second and goal here. And the Trojans need to stick this one in the end zone. We have no score in this ball game, zero to zero, 
7.03 to play here in the first half. This is the type of game the uh, Trojans uh, reveled in under uh, Coach Justin Roden. He wanted to run the ball, limit the possessions to two or three a half, and uh, didn't care what the score was as long as his team came out on top. And this is what this game has turned into here. Trojans got three plays to get four yards. You'd like to think the odds are in their favor here. Tell you what, Jerry, and, and maybe it's different down this near the goal line, but that quarterback sneak we saw a little while yep. ago from Burton looked pretty impressive. They're coming out double wing here once again. Burton's going to go under center. Ringer on the left wing. Maxwell on the right wing. Brotherton split out. The ball's in the middle of the field at the four-yard line. Brotherton alone, top of the formation. Nobody, there, somebody just slid over. There Burton he goes, quarterback keep keeper. Yep. Going forward toward the end zone. Do we get a signal? Touchdown! A four-yard touchdown on the quarterback keeper for Burton and East Central on the board first. I'm just going to say they got it open again, and they did slide somebody over at the last second, but that didn't matter to Cole Burton. I'm sure he's seen that. I would venture to guess that he probably changed that play up. They probably see it on film. It's been there probably four or five times that they have nobody over the center and a quick score for the Trojans there. 86-yard drive for East Central. Big extra point. Nathan McPhee, there's the snap. Corey Helms gets it down. The kick is up and good. The extra point for McPhee is good. And East Central scores first, and they're on top 7 to nothing. That scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Mark Taylor with Assured Partners Insurance. Partner, 84-yard drive four-yard quarterback sneak from Cole Burton, East Central on top, seven to nothing. Jesse sent me a text. Thank God, I think I need a heart monitor. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse takes her Trojan football seriously for sure. That is no doubt. Unofficially, I got that as 16 plays. I don't know what it has over there on my Lisa on the screen there. We'll go with yours for right now, 16 plays. I, I don't see it on here, Jerry, so go ahead with 16 plays, 84 yards for the touchdown. And um, they threw a pass to Josh out of the backfield. So there was one pass completion. I think everything else came on the ground. They tried to hit Brotherton long on one play. Everything else, I think, was was yardage on the ground. Big to score first here, Jerry. Now, if your defense can get another stop, get the ball back to the offense, and let's remember, East Central will get the ball coming out of half. Yep, exactly. uh, Opportunities here for the Trojans. Great opportunity. I'm still not used to all these long timeouts, and I should be. <laughs> no, I, I understand that, too. And so we look. Jerry is confirmed. 16 plays, 84 yards, 6 minutes and 44 seconds time of possession. They held the ball for more than half of a quarter, Jerry. Whatever you're doing statistically over there, keep it up, partner, because it was 16 plays. Hey, I, I know a lot of people are, whether they're here or they're watching or they're listening wherever, they like they're they're used to just score after score after score after score. Hey, this Northwood team is solid here so far in the first quarter and a half. Uh, even though East Central's got a score here, their defense is impressive. Um, it's hard to slow down this offense when you've only got a, you know, you're, you're going to more than likely gain some yards here, and uh, hopefully East Central can loosen things up a little bit here. Uh, huge to get the ball back here if you're East Central and maybe get another score on the board. Um, don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but nope. uh, we're, we're used to seeing scores, uh, you know, in the 30s and 40s at this point in most games this year. 
uh, for East Central. But it's so far, it's a lot different. And I give Northwood a lot of credit. You can tell that they have really done their job scouting East Central out and watching film. And uh, what we talked about East Central has to do, uh, I th- you know, Dylan broke a tackle to get a uh, first down. Josh broke a couple. Um, you're going to have those through the course of the game. But overall, they're really doing a nice job uh, getting East Central's ball carriers to the ground, whether it be Brotherton, uh, Mingus, or Josh, or Dylan Maxwell. Josh Ringer, 13 carries, 79 yards, a long of 20. Dylan Maxwell, four carries for 15. Cole Burton, two carries for 11 and a touchdown. Brotherton, three carries for 10 so far. Here comes Nathan McPhee approaching the football to kick this one off. Nathan swings the left leg. It'll bounce at the 10-yard line, be fielded at the four. Running straight ahead with the football toward the middle of the field for Northwood. Now all the way to the far sideline at the 20, 30-yard line. Down at the 35-yard line. A nice run back that time for the ball carrier from Northwood. Number three is Nitro Tuggle. Nitro sets him up first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Cut it back clear across the field. Got a little alley to the outside and... Brought down over here in front of the Northwood bench down here below us. Trojans are the visiting team today, so they are across the way from where me and Rob are stationed, way up high. Owen Raider brings the offense onto the field. Ball's on the near hash of the 35-yard line. One back is Perry off his left shoulder. Two receivers at the bottom on the short side of the field. One man goes in motion toward the top. The handoff, it's a fake to Perry. They're going over the middle to toggle. It's got it to 40, 30. He's gone, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Tuggle catches it and takes it in from 65 yards out. Jerry, I can give you that one. That was a one-play drive yep. of 65 yards for the touchdown. Chase Bellman looked like he had pretty good coverage, but the quarterback number eight, or excuse me, Raiders, the quarterback. Raider just absolutely dropped it in there perfectly over Chase Bellman's outstretched hand. I thought even for a moment he might even pick it off, but a great concentration on the pass catch and Panthers are a kick away from tying it up. Dominic DeFritis, his kick is up, and his kick is good. DeFritis now 61 for 62 on point after touchdowns on the year, and just like that, Northwood answers and ties it up 7-0 with 6.39 to play. There was a flag. Was there a flag there looking at the official? There was a flag on the play running into the kicker against East Central, and that will be enforced on the kickoff. So uh, East Central will uh, probably not get great field position uh, on this one. And Northwood with the big answer, Jerry. Yeah, they did. That got their crowd right back into it. Uh, That's what you'd absolutely did not want to see. One play and a touchdown. And, you know, I I think you got to give that. You know, Chase Bellman, not bad coverage at all. It's an absolutely perfect pass. Absolutely perfect pass. It was watched the replay here. And, uh... You know, you try to keep them down, but, you know, they're going to get one or two here today. It's almost a given. These guys got some incredible weapons on the outside. It's going to be a challenge for East Central to uh, keep them intact. In but now if you're East Central, you got to go right back down the field and put a score on the board here before halftime, knowing you get the ball to start the third quarter as well. For Owen Raider, that's his 39th touchdown pass on the year. For Nitro Tuggle, that's his 18th touchdown reception 65 yards on that one for the georgia commit tuggle 
And uh, we talk about Owen Raider being second in the state in passing, Jerry. You can see why on that play right there. And big plays, I mean, we talk about that. That's a big play that time uh, for Northwood and uh, East Central. Now in a ball game, 7-7 is our score. 6.39 to play. Jerry, media timeout. Let's take one more 30-second timeout. Come back with more first-half action to the state championship game right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. This afternoon's game brought to you in part by Tom TV Car Country, Six Surveying, Huber Trucking, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and Ison's Family Pizza. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger, along with you here high up in the press box at Lucas Oil Stadium, East Central and Northwood tied up at 7 in what has been a very entertaining game to watch so far, partner. Yep, the uh, Trojans have worked their tail off. 16 yards, workmanlike drive, go down and take the 7 to nothing lead. Northwood comes back, boom, one play at 7 to 7. Can be very disheartening and very, you know, get down, easy to get down after something like that. We'll see what the Trojans come out with here now as they get the ball back here. Dominic DeFritis will kick it off, and he'll kick it off from the 45. After the five-yard running into the kicker penalty, DeFritas already had 44 touchbacks on the year from 80, out of 82 kickoffs. So uh, I would say chances are this one makes it to the end zone. Two-man deep recentral. There's an onside kick, and freshman Ryan Mingus is up to the challenge. It hits Mingus right in the belly, and he falls on it, and East Central will take over at their own 44-yard line. I am very, very surprised that they tried an onside kick and give East Central such great field position at their own 44-yard line. That, that's a surprise. And a break for the Trojans. Yeah. And uh, good job by Ryan Mingus. You talk about a freshman yeah. making a big play right there, Jerry. Uh, he's been in some tight situations this year, and he was up front on that one, probably not expecting that, but he played it great. Well, and luckily for him, the ball came right to him and uh, took a nice bounce and uh, right up into his belly, and Ryan just covered it up. So a great starting field position for the Trojans. Ringer and Brotherton in the backfield. Ringer gets this one. Josh cuts it up at the 45-40. Josh at the 35, taken down there. Nice job by Josh Ringer, turning it upfield and getting a big gainer for the Trojans already into Northwood territory. Well, we've seen Josh in the last couple of times, got free into the secondary, big one there. 21 yards and a first down just inside the 35 of Northwood. Nice block down in the second level by Noah Brown. Brown got into the second level to take on a linebacker and allow Josh Ringer more room. Two receivers split out to the top, split backfield in behind Burton, who's under center. Handoff is to Ringer running left again. Josh dives down to the 30-yard line. Tough sledding yardage there for Josh Ringer to pick up a four, make it five, brings up second down and five. They will give him five. I was with you, thought it would be four. Got him five, second and five from Northwood 30. Well, now if you're East Central, you uh, also can see the big strike and big play capability of this Northwood team. 
you want to control the ball here and keep that off the field. Robbie Blaine, Corey Helms, top of the formation. This one is to Brotherton. Takes it in the backfield, running left, breaks a tackle, sideline. Oh, baby! 10, yeah. 5, touchdown! Ryan Brotherton! Woo! Brotherton takes it in from 30 yards out to put East Central back on top. Brian breaks two tackles that looked like he was no way going to get out of them and stayed in bounds to boot. What a big pick-me-up for his team. And we see it on the big screen right here. Boom, you're gone. Boom, you're gone. Boom, you're gone. Three tackles broken by Raya Brotherton. A big kick-out block from Noah Brown to Freem. And Brotherton goes down the left sideline for the touchdown from 30 yards out. Here's a young man last week that was not much of the offensive game plan due to the double wing. He comes in out of the split backfield tonight and gets a touchdown. Wheat snaps it back to Helms. This extra point kick is up, and it is good, and those extra points will be important tonight. And Nathan McPhee makes that one to put the Trojans on top, 14-7. I'll tell you who else made a nice block right there. 15, Josh Ringer leading the way with a block as well, and Ryan Brotherton. Puts East Central on top, 14-7. to That scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Rebecca Kraft with Assured Partners Insurance. Well, we've had two touchdowns scored in the last, or actually three touchdowns scored in the last minute after going a quarter and a half with none. Don't you love Thanksgiving weekend <laughs> state championship football, Jerry? How fun is that? Actually, right down to almost a minute and a half exactly. So Ryan so, Brotherton. And I don't think, Rob, you may be able to help me on this. I don't know that Ryan scored in the game up here last year. I do not know that off the top of my head. I do know this, Jerry. That drive was three plays, 56 yards, and it took one minute and four seconds off the clock. And I'm with you, um, Ryan hasn't been much of a factor the last couple of weeks because of their ability to run the football. And if that's there, they're not going to throw the ball much. But good to see Ryan get involved. Good to see him get a touchdown in the state championship game his senior year. All good. All good indeed. As there's another media timeout, we'll keep this one here. Uh, It's just a fantastic atmosphere here uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium today. 14-7 is our score. With five minutes and 34 seconds, you talked earlier, Jerry, about Nate Andrews. Nate has been at Northwood for 10 years, 85 and 31, 17 years overall, 125 and 70 coming in. Interestingly enough, his father, Jim Andrews, was kind of a legend up at Northwood to the point uh, he was a coach as well. They named the field after him. He was killed in a tragic accident, and years later, Rich Stockton, who was Nate Andrews' stepfather, became the head coach, took him to their only state title back in 2005. Nate also has a brother, Trevor, who's the head football coach at the University of Dayton. So a uh, certainly a coaching tree uh, in the Andrews family that I thought was interesting to pass along. Much like the Moorhead family, the coaching tree. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Appreciate that comparison. Not a lot of state championships on our side just yet. We'll Not, give, yet. Uh, Not yet. We'll give CM4 an opportunity there with the Hauser Jets. Nathan McPhee ready to kick this football off. There is the kick from Nathan. We'll go back to the end zone, and that will be a touchback for Nathan McPhee. And Nathan is excited as he jogs off to the far sideline. One way to keep the return in a minimum right there, make them start from their own 20-yard line. They'll see if this... 
East Central defense can replicate what they did a couple series ago with a three and out. Northwood, a long drive to start the game, turned it over on downs deep in East Central territory, and then the quick one-play strike moments ago to uh, Nitro Tuggle. And it's 14-7 East Central, five and a half left here in the first half. Here comes the offense for Northwood. They're going to go trips at the bottom of the formation. Tuggle, Edmund, and Woods will all be lined up there in the bottom. Perry is in beside the quarterback in the shotgun. Raider calls for it, gets it. It's a bubble screen out to the wide receiver, out across the 25, taken down to the 27-yard line. Chase Bellman in on the tackle. The pass was complete that time to JoJo Edmond, and that'll be a gain of eight on first down to bring up second down and two. The Panthers going no huddle. Hurry up. Heavy formation in there now. One receiver split out and really near the line of scrimmage either side. Play action fake. Back to pass under pressure. Raider breaks it. He's got some room out across the 30-yard line out to the 31. Enough for the first down to move the chains. Nice job by Raider to make something out of nothing there, Jerry. Somebody got a hand on him in the backfield. We'll get a look at it here on the replay. Brendan Coulter just could not corral him. And then he gets a first down, picks up about four yards. Nice job by Cole Sebastian to stay with it. Cole came and got him down from behind. First down and 10 for Northwood. Here's a quarterback draw. Not much there. Good job sprinting in from the right side of the defense was Dylan Maxwell diving and getting Raider around the waist, bringing him down after a gain of two out to the 33-yard line, bring up second down and eight. And again, they go hurry up. Coming right to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers split out to the top. Ball is near the bottom hash. Perry stands off the left shoulder of his quarterback in the shotgun. They send Perry in motion. Empty backfield for Raider. Raider has pressure coming. Gets rid of the football complete out near the 40-yard line. Once again, that's Landon, excuse me, Josiah Edmond on the catch. JoJo gets another first down for Northwood. Taken out of bounds at about the uh, 43-yard line. Another first down for the Panthers Again. as he got out of bounds, so that stops the clock. Four minutes to go here in the first half. Trojans up 14-7. to seven. Cole Sebastian over there to knock him out, first and 10. Receiver comes in motion. It's a jet sweep to the bottom of the formation, running left. Getting back to the line of scrimmage, forward for about two yards on that one. Getting up off the bottom is JoJo Edmond. Edmund a gain of two on the play, give him three, bring up second down and seven. They're the kind of offense where you think you got him down two yards here, maybe four or five here, and then all of a sudden, boom, they hit you with the big one over the top. That's what makes them so tough to defend. Ball at the Northwood, 45, second and seven. East Central, three down linemen. Trojan down linemen play about a yard off the ball, yard and a half. They have some room there to move her. Perry moves to the left side of the quarterback. They fake it to him, back to pass. Looking down the left sideline, the pass is incomplete. Nice job by Jace Dorsey out there to knock that ball away from Trey Woods. That would have been a first down, but instead it falls incomplete, brings up third and long. The Northwood fans wanted an interference on Jace Dorsey, and I can't say that I too strongly disagree with him, (laughs) but I I think it was a good no call by the official. Three receivers, top of the formation, ball on the near hash at the 45 of Northwood. Perry goes in motion. It's an empty backfield. 
Under pressure, finds a screen pass, complete, but not much there. Out to the 45, making the 46-yard line. Two Trojans in there, and once again, how about big number 96 on the tackle, Cole Sebastian, help cleaning it up for number 43 of the East Central Trojans, Connor Kuhn, and that brings up a fourth down. The ball spotted out at the 47-yard line. They need to get it to the Trojan 47-yard line, so still six yards to go. Trojans take a timeout, Rob, and uh, assuming that the Panthers are going to punt here, I don't know if they will. I, I think they're realizing now a little bit, and again, not that East Central's just blowing through them, uh, but they got a lot of, little momentum offensively going right now with two scores on their last two possessions, and uh, I would be surprised if they gamble here and give the East Central the ball on a short field with two timeouts and three minutes to go, but we'll see. Could be a trick play coming up here if you're Northwood. Three minutes to play in the half. Northwood facing a fourth down and six. Trojans have two timeouts remaining, I believe, here, Jerry, and that is correct. So if East Central can get the ball, they have the opportunity to do the double score situation. Score on the way into halftime and then get the ball first coming out of halftime. That's the ideal scenario. First things first, got to stop Northwood here on fourth and sixth. And it's a big question here for Nate Andrews. Are you going to punt this football away? Are you going to try a fake punt? And East Central's got to be ready for just about anything here, Jerry, because, hey, there's no tomorrow. You're playing uh, in the state championship. Pull out all the stops, see what you can make happen. We've seen Martinsville do it down there in the sectional game a few weeks ago. They they pulled out everything out of the playbook. And uh, I'll be surprised if uh, the Panthers come out here in the the traditional punt formation here. i got to believe they're going to try something here. Uh, to try to keep momentum on their side and keep them into this ball game because they're thinking just like we're thinking. We give the ball back to East Central. They get a score here at the end of the half and then get the ball and score to start the third quarter. Uh, you're looking at a big deficit uh, at 28-7 to possibly. Um, I, I'll be really, really surprised if they actually punt this football away. i, I got to believe they're going to try something here. Trojan defense is coming out onto the field. The ball is at the near hash. 47-yard line of Northwood, empty backfield, five receivers, two at the bottom of the short side of the field, three at the top. Raider, he's back to pass, Jerry. Yep. Fourth down, looking over the middle. And intercepted. Braden Rouse, the ball down the left sideline. Braden, go, baby. Continues down the left sideline. 20, 15, 10, yeah. Touchdown. Braden Rouse gets a huge pick six. For the East Central Trojan, there is a flag, so it might be coming back. I do think the interception will stand. Yep. The Trojans celebrate. Let's see what the call is. But what a play by Braden Rouse on a fourth down pass from Owen Raider, and it is a penalty against East Central. I believe it will be on the run back, but let's see what we get from the head official. Yeah, I think it is. But still, like you said, Rob, the uh, interception will count. And it will be East Central football. Jerry and I will be able to hear him. You may not. A block in the back on the return. So the touchdown comes off the field, but the interception stands. It'll be 10 yards from where the block in the back occurred. Still on fourth down, East Central gets the stop. We're going to get a replay of it here that we can talk you through as Raider dropped back to throw this football. He tried to go over the middle, and Braden Rouse just played it perfectly. Braden caught the ball at about his own 43-yard line. 
And there was a yep. couple of blocks there, and that's probably where it happened on Dylan, I think they're going to call it on Dylan Maxwell, and I agree with East Central's fans across the way, Rob. Yeah, you see 96 Bellman's out there as well. His yep. block is clean straight okay. up. 90, I, I, I don't see it. Excuse me, Dylan, not 96. Yeah, I, I didn't see it either. So Cole Sebastian is 96 who made the block. Either way, it's East Central football. The ball is spotted right at the Trojan 49-yard line after the big interception by Rouse. First and 10, split backfield, handoff to Ringer. Josh cuts it across, and he's into Northwood territory. 45 now, 44-yard line. Clock will run with 240 to play here in the first half. Trojan still with two timeouts, not in too big of a hurry. I wish they were in a little bit more of a hurry. <laughs> Just kind of hanging out down there. Trojans need to go 51 yards here. It's a split backfield shotgun, three receivers. Robbie Belay alone at the bottom, two at the top. Ringer goes in motion. They fake it. Now they're going to give it on a screen to Brotherton. Ryan cuts across to the 40, all near the 40-yard line, taken down at about the 42. They'll mark him at the 43, so he's going to be shy by two yards, and it's going to be third down for East Central. Well, that's a play where Ryan should have went north and south. He kept cutting across the field and kept cutting across the field. If he turns it up right there, he's probably going to get a first down just by pushing the pile forward. Split backfield again. Handoff is to Josh. Josh Ringer across the 40, gets the first down. That'll move the chains for East Central. Josh right over the back of the right guard that time. So good job running right off of Wyatt Smith. And that's going to bring up first and 10 for East Central. Ball be spotted inside the 40 at the 38-yard line. Ball will stop, or excuse me, the clock stop momentarily to move the chains. Back up running again, minute and a half to go. Trojans with two timeouts, and they are taking their time. Trojans still an opportunity here. Corey Helms, they fake it to him on the jet sweep. Give it to Josh. Josh across the 30-yard line. Down to the 29-yard line, a gain of nine. will breeze second down and one. They fake the jet sweep that time. Give it to Josh running straight up the middle off the back of R.J. Sig. Big gainer there on first down, Jer. See Robbie Blay also come in motion there. Created just a little bit of confusion in the defense's mind. Blay and Helm split out at the bottom. Brotherton and another receiver at the top. It's a handoff to Ringer. Ringer rolls forward across the 25-yard line, gets the first down. Down to the 24. They'll stop the clock to move the chains at 54 seconds left here in the first half. And the Trojans take a timeout, Rob. Timeout for East Central. Jake Miners, see him on the big screen with his play sheet, pen in his right hand, deciding what he wants to run. He and Cole Burton having a conversation here. It's going to be first and 10 with the ball at the 24-yard line. 54 seconds left here in the half. Trojans would like nothing better here, Jerry, than to go up two touchdowns. Oh into the half and get the ball coming out to start the third quarter. That would be incredibly huge, incredibly huge. But uh, as I said, you know, they've got a couple scores here the last two times, but Northwood, again, is really, really playing pretty solid defense. This is the best defense actually East Central's probably seen all year, and that includes uh, Moeller, who they obviously beat earlier in the year. But they are solid. Uh, They are breaking some tackles, but I'll tell you what, Northwood overall is really doing a good job. Again, I can't say it enough. Uh, Josh has broken a couple here, hasn't broken the big one yet, um, but they're doing a nice job on him, and they're making the East Central, the big thing about it, they're making East Central earn every yard they're getting here. There has been nothing easy for East Central here this afternoon against this Northwood team, and uh, they are well coached. You can tell that. They are gritty. They are hard-nosed, 
And uh, they're making East Central earn every yard here they're getting here this afternoon. As it is right now, Trojans up by 7, 14 to 7, 54 seconds left. They got it first and 10 at the Northwood 24. And as Rob and I have alluded to, they also get the ball to start the third quarter. Trojans have 204 yards in this ballgame, 197 of them on the ground. 131 of those coming from Josh Ringer on 19 carries, along of 22 for Josh. Ryan Brotherton's run it four times for 40 yards. Maxwell four times for 15 yards. Cole Burton twice for 11 yards. Cole's completed two passes, uh, one, a six-yard completion to Josh Ringer, and a one-yard completion to Ryan Brotherton. That's the offense for East Central so far. This current drive is five plays, 27 yards. Trojans looking at a first and 10 from the 24-yard line of the Panthers. Timeout is over. Burton is uh, in a shotgun formation. Pistol here with Ringer in behind him. Four receivers, two on each side. Ringer moves to his right shoulder. They fake it to Josh, looking play action. All kind of time, looking to the end zone far side. Out of bounds, and and a flag comes in. That might be interference. I believe Ryan Brotherton indeed is the intended receiver. In coverage was JoJo Edmond, and Brotherton is down. He hit the bat, the field hard on his back, and he's slow to get to his feet. We hope it's just having the wind knocked out of him, Jer. Well, we hope so. I don't. I, don't, I think it's pass interference I'm, against uh, against Northwood. I don't know what else it could be unless it's a pass interference against Brotherton. I saw him point already toward Northwood, okay, so we okay. will see. And uh, the two officials, two of the officials, I should say, are talking about it. Brotherton was well covered by Edmund there. Would have been a heck of a catch, and he went I, out of bounds. Well, I was going to wonder if they're going to say it's uncatchable. Nope. Pass interference against the defense. Boy, I didn't see that one so either, that Rob. goes East Central's way, and Northwood fans are not happy about it. And he didn't turn his head there at the end, Jerry, but... Face guarded him. Yeah, face guarded. Must be the call. Ryan Brotherton, what an athlete, went up. Had that ball in his hands, but when he hit the ground, it popped out. He would have been out of bounds. But there you see the uh, Edmonds kind of had the, the left arm of Ryan Brotherton pinned down. After the penalty, it's placed at the 12-yard line, first and 10 for East Central. Inside hand off to Ringer, touchdown. Yes. Josh wide open around the right side and walks it into the end zone from 12 yards out on the inside handoff coming to him from Dylan Maxwell and the Trojans are on top 20 to 7. Well again, you get that touchdown there and uh going to say that in high school football it's from this uh line of scrimmage I interfered did not put the ball to one yard line for people that might be uh interested in home or wondering at home but uh now if you're East Central, you really got to guard against that big play that Northwood is capable of making here with 42 seconds left. We've seen how quick they can score. Nathan McPhee on for the extra point. Helms gets the snap down. The kick is up, and McPhee is perfect once again on the extra point for Nathan McPhee. Three for three on the game. He's now 84 for 88 on the year on extra points. And then Josh Ringer uh, puts the Trojans on top in this one, 21-7 to on that 12-yard touchdown run. This scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Kevin Kreckler with Assured Partners Insurance. That drives six plays, 51 yards, two minutes and one second. Time of possession, Jerry. Great shot of Josh Ringer up on the big screen here. And other than the first drive of the game when they got turned away on downs, uh, Trojans scored their last three times they had the football. But again, 42 seconds don't sound like a lot, but it only takes about half a dozen 
for uh, Northwood to get a touchdown on the board. You got to keep this return at a minimum, and you got to make sure you got guys back deep in the secondary to lot of not allow something to go over your head here. This this last 42 seconds right here is is, is incredibly huge. It is indeed. That gives Josh Ringer now 143 yards on 20 carries. He's averaging seven yards a carry so far here in this ball game. Jerry Cole Burton now two for three for seven yards um, in this in this contest. Brotherton has 40 yards uh, carrying the ball four times. Maxwell four for 15. Burton two times carrying it for 11. Ryan Mingus has had a carry for no gain. We'll see with Nathan McPhee. I would assume he'll boot it deep here. Got two explosive guys back there, and hopefully that uh, Nathan can put this one into the end zone as he did the last one. Eight plays for the Trojans, 51 yards. And the biggest play of that was a pass interference penalty against Northwood. Nathan. And we only hope Ryan Brotherton's all right. Yeah, he was up on his feet again. I think he got the wind knocked out of him. Here comes the kick. Nathan McPhee dribbles this one. It's going to be fielded at the 25-yard line, bobbled and picked up at the 27, running straight ahead to the 33-yard line as the ball carrier that time. Uh, looks like number nine picked up the football for Northwood. That's Landon Perry, who's their running back, and that sets them up first and 10 from their own 33-yard line on what we assume will be the last drive here in the quarter with uh, 37 seconds left in the quarter. You almost have to do a little prevent here, Jerry. Yep. And For if, sure. If you're thinking field goal opportunity, which I know you are, partner, Dominic DeFritas has kicked one from 55 this year. Yep. Again, you got to keep your guys in front of you. Got to make them sure tackle. Northwood ain't going to sit on here like Rob said earlier. This is the last game of the year. Raider fakes the handoff to Perry, rolls out to the right. Raider under pressure, breaks a tackle. Now he's still on his feet across the 35. Will be taken down from behind at the 41-yard line. Getting up off the pile there on that tackle, I thought was 55. Would that make sense, Jerry? Uh, and that would be R.J. Sig. I don't think he's playing nope, defense. So 35. Make sense. Brennan Coulter probably I think 35. Brennan Coulter would make more sense than anything else. And uh, so we'll give Brennan that tackle from our perspective here. And a timeout is taken, and I believe that was taken by Northwood. They'll have one timeout remaining. Now, the quarterback that time, Raider, broke about five or six tackles. I thought they even, a couple of, somebody had him at the line of scrimmage. The best thing about that play, it took eight seconds. And that's what you want that clock to run. We're down to 26 seconds. And I think the Panthers only have one timeout left. They used one earlier on defense. So they just got the one timeout left. Again, this is this is so incredibly huge here for East Central. You know at some point in time here in the next two or three snaps, they're going to take a shot down the field and uh, try to hit a big play. So you just got to guard against that. You got to stay on your receiver. You got to try to stay away from the pass interference penalty. 26 seconds to go is a lot of time for this Northwood team. And that was indeed Jerry Brendan Coulter on that last tackle. So... Uh, that is confirmed by the staff. So we love Andrew Shaver. You know how much we love yeah. Andrew Shaver, the East Central stat man. This system they've got here at Lucas Oil Stadium is pretty <laughs> slick. When the, the stats come up in real time uh, right here on a screen uh, sitting here uh, right in front of Lisa, she's sitting off to my left, 
and uh, it is great to be able to look at that screen and see what's going on. And Andrew's here somewhere. We know I didn't run into him. I don't know I if didn't you either. did before the game, but I did not. I want to give him another shout out. He's just done such a tremendous job. What did we get in the email this week about an 85-page media guide, which just had an unbelievable Updated amount of information. Uh, and we'll go through some of that with you at halftime. Also at halftime, want you to stay tuned as uh, at one, some point in the halftime show, we have an interview coming up with Sunman Dearborn Community School Superintendent Dr. Andrew Jackson. I got to catch up uh, with Dr. Jackson. We'll bring you that interview here at the half. Timeout is over. 26 seconds left. Northwood facing a second down and two with the ball in the 41-yard line of the Panthers. Shotgun formation. Rolling to the right is Raider. Under pressure, gets rid of it over the middle. Incomplete. Carson Bazanka was in coverage, and Noah Wheat came in and delivered a blow at the end. And uh, I didn't see a flag, but the nope. receiver, JoJo Edmonds, jumped up, and he was pretty excited. And I hear the official talking, but uh, I, it's an incomplete pass. Going to bring up third down and two. 20 seconds to go, third and two. I would look for him to maybe run it here, get the first down, take their last time out. And maybe take a shot down the field. Two receivers top of the formation, one man alone at the bottom. Shotgun for Raider Perry off his left shoulder. They and put it in the belly of Perry, runs it straight ahead for the first down yep. across the 45, out to the 49-yard line, still on Northwood's side of midfield. But, Jerry, they're not taking the timeout. Well, they have to take the timeout to move the chains, and now they clock it. So they keep the timeout in their pocket. And they took advantage of the clock stopping to move the chains. And as soon as the official set the ball, they snapped it back and clocked it to stop the clock. 11 seconds left. I think they're playing for a field goal here. They need to get down to about the 35-yard line to give DeFritas an opportunity to kick a long field goal. Like I said, he's got a long of 55 on the year. I think you might see something intermediate pass here, 10 to 15 yards, and then take a shot at the end zone. East Central showing blitz. Linebackers are creeping up. Shotgun formation. Two receivers at the bottom rolling that direction is Raider. Got to get rid of it. Gets hit as he throws. Down the field. Carson Pazanka had a shot at it. Goes through. Nope, that was uh, Moses Weed. Moses Weed who had a shot at it. Goes through his hands and incomplete. Intended receiver on the play that time was number three, Nitro Tuggle. And it was just overthrown on Tuggle. Moses Weed had a shot at it. Chase Bellman was in coverage. And now there's six seconds left, Jerry, and you got to think Hail Mary here. Yep, Roeder has uh, got such confidence in his receivers, especially JoJo and Nitro, that he is already today, and he's completed most of his passes, uh, probably way more than most of his passes, but he has such confidence in those receivers to go up and get the football. Another timeout. They'll go ahead and take their last timeout, Will and Northwood Panthers and Coach Nate Andrews, Owen Raider. Uh, on the day, he's thrown it 17 times, 12 completions, 141 yards, and a touchdown. Also has been intercepted one time. That was the big pick yep. that we saw that led to the East Central score. That pick uh, came from uh, Bra- Braden Rouse, Rouse. and uh, set East Central up at their own 49-yard line, which led to the Josh Ringer score. So, Jerry, if you're East Central, uh, prevent defense, I assume, here. Yeah, I, I think you literally – Rush three and drop a couple, two or three guys back at about the 20-yard line and then put everybody else back right at the end line. So, Jerry, you look over at that crowd for East Central, lots of red, white, and black over there, 
And, Jerry, if they're listening to us, and we know some of them have their phones oh, with yeah. them and they've got the app on, oh, yeah. uh, and they're listening to us on the WRBI radio app, if they look from across there, way up high to their left, uh, at about the five-yard line, that's where they'll see Jerry waving. In fact, Jerry, put your shirt down. We don't have to do that. But uh, Jerry and I are waving across to you, so if you see us yes. over there, you can give us a wave back. Give us, give us a shout. Give us a wave. Be awesome. Timeout time out is over, Jerry. Six seconds left. Raider, two receivers at the bottom, one at the top. They've got the ball at their own 48-yard line. Raider back to pass. It's a short completion to the 40, getting out of bounds for the first down. That was Nitro Tuggle on the reception. Jerry, they're going to try a long field yep. goal here with one second left. Now, in the book, and I'm going to give Lisa a job here, if she can look up what the longest field goal in state final history would be, from the 40, they're going to mark this at the 47 where they're going to put the T down. This would be a 57-yard field goal for DeFritas. He has kicked one 55 on the year. Moses Weed is waiting back as he could return this if it's short. Well, what you don't want to do here for East Central is rough the kicker. There's the kick. He put his leg into it. It's short, got a chance, short, and it's going to be short, short yep. as it just gets to the back line of the end zone. It came up about two yards short, but you know what? What an effort for Dominic DeFritis. Yep. He needed it 57 yards. He kicked it about 55, and we have reached halftime here in this Class 4A state championship game. The longest field goal in state finals history would have been 52 yards by a kicker in the Westfield-Columbus East game, uh, Will Harrison, for Westfield. It's halftime here in the Ch Class 4A state championship. The Trojans. Go to the locker room with a 21-7 lead. We'll take a two-minute timeout, and we'll come back with our halftime show right after this. You're listening to Class 4A State Championship Football on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Grain fed, farm raised beef by Dale and Randy Lutz. Free from any hormones or growth stimulants. Cut at local processors. The dream dinner. Well, you're in luck. Lutz beef is for sale. Lutz beef can easily be picked up any Wednesday and during Saturday auctions at the Lutz Auction Center, right off Highway 1 in Dover. Get your fillets, ribeyes, roasts, stew meat, ground beef, and so much more. They even have quarter, half, and whole beefs available. Lutz beef, make it what's for your dinner. Whitewater Motors in West Harrison's the most trusted name in the car business. At Whitewater Motors, they treat each customer like they're special because they are. You have high expectations, and the staff of Whitewater Motors enjoys the challenge of exceeding them every time. So when you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, stop by Whitewater Motors in West Harrison and let them show you. You'll see why they're the most trusted name in the car business. Online anytime at whitewatermotors.com. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt & Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt & Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt & Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more conditions apply. See dealer for details. Huber Trucking, serving the community for over 80 years, is a proud supporter of East Central High School football. 
They congratulate the Trojan players, their parents, and the coaching staff on another successful season and a great run in the playoffs. Call Huber Trucking at 812-623-3570 to haul sand, gravel, or any kind of stone product. That's Huber Trucking, 812-623-3570. A proud supporter of East Central High School football. Go Trojans! This is the Halftime Pigskin Review Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area football scores. Thank you very much once again to Brent Lee back in the studio running the board for us today. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you from Lucas Oil Stadium. We're at the half. The East Central Trojans are on top of the Northwood Panthers by a score of 21-7. to It's been an exciting first half of football. Northwood uh, got the football first after East Central won the toss and chose to defer. Northwood ran a 10-play drive from their own 24-yard line, got down uh, inside the East Central side of the football field uh, when East Central was able to force a fourth down turnover on downs. Trojans came out, took over at their own 40-yard line. The Trojans were able to keep the ball and get it down just outside of the red zone uh, where Northwood was able to stop the Trojans on their first offensive series on a fourth down as well. Northwood took over at their own 22-yard line. Trojan defense came out and stiffened up and forced a punt on fourth down of the quick kick variety. Quarterback Owen Raider just dropped back a little bit further than his shotgun formation and punted the football away. A nice punt that rolled all the way down to the East Central 16-yard line as we approach the end of quarter number one. The Trojans were able to put together then a 16-play drive covering 84 yards that was capped off by a four-yard Cole Burton quarterback sneak for a touchdown. Nathan McPhee's extra point was good, and with 6.59 to play in the first half, the Trojans went on top 7-0, a drive that took 6 minutes and 15 seconds off of the clock. Northwood would receive the kickoff and run it all the way out to their own 35-yard line, and they had a one-play 65-yard drive as Owen Raider dropped back and found Nitro Tuggle 65 yards down the field in the end zone. DeFreet just came on for the extra point, which was good. With 6.39 to play in the half, this ball game was tied up at 7-7. East Central got the football back at their own 44-yard line after a nice run back on the kickoff. The Trojans went three plays, 56 yards, capped off on a 30-yard touchdown run from Ryan Brotherton running to the left out of the backfield. Brotherton took it down the near sideline into the end zone for the touchdown. Nathan McPhee's extra point was good with 5.34 to go. East Central was on top by a score of 14-7. The Trojan defense then came out. And ex- the, the kickoff went into the end zone for a touchback by Nathan McPhee to start the Panthers at their own 20-yard line. A few plays later, it was Braden Rouse making a huge play on fourth down out near midfield. Braden Rouse intercepted Owen Raider in the middle of the field. Rouse actually ran it down the left sideline into the end zone for what looked like a touchdown, but a flag was thrown and the touchdown was called back on a block in the back on the run back. East Central then took the ball at their own 49-yard line. Six plays later, Josh Ringer ran it in 12 yards over the right side for a touchdown with 42 seconds left to play in the half. McPhee's extra point was good. The Trojans were on top 21-7. Northwood got the ball back on their own 33-yard line. They moved it down and got in range with one second left 
for Dominic DeFritis to attempt a 57-yard field goal. DeFritis put his foot into it and had a great kick, but it came up about two yards short as it hit the back line of the end zone without going through the uprights. That ended the first half, and our score is 21-7 East Central on top. The Trojans will get the ball first when they come out of the locker room uh, to start the second half. That's a rundown of the scoring in half number one. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have our halftime interview with Sunman Dearborn Community Schools Corporation Superintendent Dr. Andrew Jackson. After that, Jerry and I will come back with more of our halftime show and run down the first half statistics. You're listening to Class 4A State Championship football game on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. With Precision Planting Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit blackhawkag.com today. Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza. Cup and Char. Our Cup and Char pepperoni has been an area favorite for years. Cup and Char. But we now have a new addition to our Cup and Char lineup. Cup and Char Sliced Sausage. Our sausage is a sliced, mild Italian sausage that cups when baked. Cup and Char. Our new Cup and Char Sausage is available on all of our pizza lineup. Cup and Char. Get your Cup and Char Sausage or Cup and Char Pepperoni at Ison's Family Pizza. 812-933-0333. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com or downtown Nick here from Car Country. Let me tell you what we have going on. Inventory levels are at the highest they've been in three years. We have tons of cars, trucks, SUVs, Jeeps, and vans. Looking for a sports car? We've got options. Trying to find a Wrangler? We've got it. Need a van to haul the kids around this fall? Come pick one out. Trucks, we have tons of those too. Lifted trucks, diesel trucks, small trucks, dualies, and more. If for some reason we do not have what you're looking for, stop in and meet with one of our sales consultants. We will find your dream vehicle and have it to you within days. Check out our inventory online at carcountry.me or visit us in Harrison or Aurora. At Savista Bank, we're proud to be part of your home team. We have helped generations of families and businesses achieve their dreams with trusted financial solutions, convenient banking, and personal service. Looking for a lifelong community banking relationship? Team up with Savista. We offer an enhanced banking experience to help you and your community grow. After all, that's what being a good teammate is all about. To learn more, visit Savista.bank. Member FDIC. Savista Bank focused on you. Join at this time here at halftime with Sunman Dearborn Superintendent Dr. Andrew Jackson. Dr. Jackson, what an exciting day to be back up at Lucas Oil Stadium once again. Yes, exciting day for sure. We started with some fire trucks at East Central High School to send off our team and by the look of the crowd about the entire town has shown up for today. We're very excited to be here. Dr. Jackson, you look at this group and the expectations have been off the charts. We've been talking about on the radio all year. Don't take this Class 4A number one ranking for granted. And what pressure that puts on these kids. And, man, have they lived up to the expectations. They really have. We forget sometimes that they are 17- and 18-year-old young men. And started last year when uh, I guess it was an upset to beat Ron Colley and win the state championship and then to follow up undefeated to be here for another back-to-back potential state championship they have certainly lived up and exceeded the expectations and that's a that's a big ask for a bunch of young men like we have but they've done it and we're very proud of them 
you guys took a chance on a young coach in Jake Miners, but I think one of the things you liked is that he has a history with the program. He's a product of the program, and wow, what a decision that has turned out to be. Just this month, there was a post on Facebook of his senior picture on the in the yearbook, and it said, I'll always bleed black and red. And here he is leading a state championship team uh, to defend the state championship in the second year in a row. So, yeah, it's great to have him. I do remember seeing an article after we hired him, and it had his age. And I thought, good Lord, I just hired someone that age to lead East Central High School football. But he has certainly exceeded everyone's expectation. Very proud of Jake and the program he, he runs here. Andrew, you know what last year's state championship meant to the community. What would back-to-back and going undefeated mean uh, to this community? Well, it's, it's hard to say, honestly, because it's beyond what's ever happened before. Right? It's history-making for our community. It's never happened. In fact, it's the only public high school in 4A that has won back-to-back is what I read in, in an article recently. So very excited for the community, uh, obviously very excited for this team. Well, Andrew, I can't thank you enough for taking time here at halftime to spend a little time with us on WRBI. Uh, good luck to the Trojans the rest of the way, and thanks again. Absolutely. Go Trojans. Thank you very much. That's Superintendent Dr. Andrew Jackson. And we'll be back with more of our halftime show right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Hornberger & Sons & Sunman is your start-to-finish plaster and drywall EIFS contractor. Family-owned and operated and serving the tri-state area since 1953, they have the experience that your job deserves. They offer interior and exterior cladding services for both light commercial and residential clients. Install and finish new drywall, as well as performing repairs and renovations on existing interior and exterior walls. Hornberger & Sons & Sunman. Visit their website at hornbergersons.com and like them on Facebook. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. This is RJ Sig here for Sig Surveying. Would you like to know where your property lines are located or how to develop your property? Contact Sig Surveying for all your land consulting needs at 623-6700 or visit our website at sigsurveying.com. RJ is now a senior on the East Central football team, but one thing that hasn't changed is the reliable service you get from Sig Surveying. St. Leon Blimpy Subs, located in the BP station on Route 1 next to I-74. Need a breakfast sandwich or packing your lunch? Blimpy opens daily at 5 a.m. Enjoy fresh sliced bread, sliced to order meats, toppings prepped and sliced every morning, piled high to satisfy your hunger. Blimpy is a great catering option for all those holiday get-togethers. Between the Blimpy sliders are the wraps you can't go wrong. Blimpy gift cards are always a great idea. Call 812-576-4444 and let Karen help you with your catering needs. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Alongside Jerry Stanger, I'm Rob Moorhead, live with you from Lucas Oil Stadium, the Class 4A state championship game where we're at the halftime show, East Central. On top, 21-7 over the Northwood Panthers. Taking a look, some of the statistics in the first half, East Central put up 216 yards 
of total offense, 209 of those on the ground, seven through the air individually for East Central. Josh Ringer, 20 rushes for 143 yards and a touchdown. Ryan Brotherton, four carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. Dylan Maxwell, four carries for 15 yards. Cole Burton, two carries for 11 yards and a touchdown. Ryan Mingus carried it one time for no gain. Cole Burton threw it three times. Two of those were completed. Total of seven yards. One of those to Josh Ringer for six. And one of those to Ryan Brotherton for one yard. For the Northwood Panthers, they have 181 total yards of offense. And Jerry's seen the difference. 152 of theirs are through the air. 29 of their yardage is of their yards gained have been on the ground. Quarterback Owen Raider, 13 for 18 for 152 yards and one touchdown. His receivers have been JoJo Edmond, five receptions, 27 yards. Nitro Tuggle, four receptions, 97 yards, including that 65-yard touchdown. Perry has three receptions for 26 yards. Russell has one reception for two yards. Perry has also been the only running back to carry the football. He's rushed it five times for 14 yards. The time of possession right now, squarely in favor of the Trojans, 14-24 to 9-36 for the Panthers. Penalty-wise, they've both been penalized twice. East Central, 15 penalty yards against. Northwood, 17 penalty yards against. Trojans have 13 first downs to only eight for Northwood. Trojans are six of seven on third down. Northwood is four of seven on third down. Total plays, East Central's run 34 offensive plays to 29 for Northwood. As you hear all that, Jerry, what stands out to you? Well, both teams are killing it on third down. The East Central six out of seven, but Northwood, that's still very good, four out of seven on third down. And the time of possession, uh, East Central usually, you know, We've never kept stats like that through the year, and uh, we just don't pay much attention to it. But East Central is kind of trying to turn the tables on what teams try to do to them. They're trying to control the ball this game and keep Northwood and those two receivers that they have off the field. And uh, I don't, I don't think, it, I think it's probably very rare where East Central, uh, especially through one half, is winning the time of possession battle. Uh, over uh, their opponent, but uh, those are a couple things I noticed as you was reading them. They had them on the big screen over here, some of them, um, but I think East Central is very content, uh, as I said in the first half, uh, very happy to get three and four and five, six yards a pop and control the clock and keep the explosive Northwood Panthers off the field. Now, defensively, uh, Northwood has not been bad, Um as I said again, uh, they've scouted East Central. They have done their homework on this East Central football team. This is, uh, I, I think you can even throw Moeller into the mix. This is the toughest somebody's played against East Central all year. Uh, they've done a great job on defense, and East Central has done a pretty good job on defense as well, limiting this team uh, through that one big play uh, for their only touchdown of the first half. Um, I think East Central, as we said, uh, very fortunate right now to be ahead a couple of scores and we'll get the football to start the third quarter but again i will not be surprised if northwood tries an onside kick here to start this third quarter we shall see we're going to take one final 60 second timeout, and we'll come back with a second half kickoff right after this east central on top of northwood 21 to 7 the class 4a state championship game being brought to you on country 103.9 wrbi and wrbi radio Dot com. When your name's on the door, you've got to do more. 
It's red tag savings time at Earlier Chevrolet with 1.9% APR financing on new 24 Chevy Equinox to qualified buyers. Plus a warranty forever included at no additional charge. Find your roads, Hurlinger Chevrolet, I-74X-169 West Harrison, or online at HurlingerChevrolet.com. Are you having a little trouble getting up from the chairs in your home? George's can help you find the perfect lift chair with unmatched comfort and complete range of colors, styles, and sizes to fit all body types. With a chair by Golden or Pride, they not only fit any decor, they add to it. Call us or stop into our sales floor. George's, we are here for you. Now through Christmas, get $100 off any lift chair at George's. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. This afternoon's game brought to you on WRBI in part by Tom TV Car Country, Sig Surveying, Huber Trucking, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and Ison's Family Pizza, 21 to 70 Central on top, getting ready to receive the second half kickoff alongside Jerry Stanger. I'm Rob Moorhead, and Jerry, what are you looking for in this first drive from the Trojans? Well, I think they're going to try, try to control the ball as like they did in the first half. Um, grind it out, try to keep Northwood and that explosive offense off the field. Um, they tried it, they, I think they've loosened them up a little bit, those last two drives. Uh, obviously, two huge plays stand out for me in the first half for East Central, the interception by Braden Rouse and the uh, touchdown run by Ryan Brotherton down the near sideline here by us, broke about two or three tackles and stayed inbound. Huge score. Good to see Ryan get involved into the game and get him into the end zone, and good to see him back deep on here kickoff coverage as he uh, hit hard on his backside or side as he came down to try to catch that touchdown pass right before half. We'll see if they kick this deep or not, Rob, right here. Dominic DeFritis, big number 90, and to kick the football away for Northwood. Ringer and Brotherton are deep, and they're going to pooch it, and it's going to be filled up by Dylan Maxwell. He fair catches it at the 35-yard line. You make it the 36-yard line, and East Central will start in decent field position here as we start second-half action. The Trojans in their white jerseys going from our right to our left here in the third quarter. Northwood in all black today uh, will be going left to right. I'm really surprised that they pooch kick that to give East Central that kind of field position when you've got a guy who can routinely put him in the end zone. They, they basically gave East Central 16 yards of field position. Going to be Brotherton and Ringer in the backfield in the split backfield behind Burton under center. Two receivers split out to the top, and Jerry, it's quarterback sneak right off the bat, and Cole Burton's going to carry it for nine yards all the way out to the 44-yard line. Rob, until they want to change up what they're doing, they could literally do that on every snap. You know, you know that's not going to happen, but that's four, five, six just incredibly easy yards with the offensive line that Cole Burton has in front of him. We'll make it eight on the carry, second down and two. This time it's Ringer alone. He's in the pistol right now behind Burton. Two receivers top, one at the bottom. Mingus in it tied in. They're going to run straight ahead for Ringer across midfield into Northwood territory, taken down at the 48-yard line, first down for the Trojans. Nice start to the drive. Got yourself a first down. You're into Northwood territory at the Panther 48. 
Looks like Selhorst is in at receiver. Also, Corey Helms, they're split out to the top of the formation. Ball in the near hash at the 48. Robbie Blay alone at the bottom. They send Ringer in motion out of the backfield. They hand it to Ryan Brotherton in the backfield. Brotherton jumps over a tackler, gets to the 45-yard line down, carries two more tacklers down to the 43-yard line, helping to wrap him up there and helping him up off the turf was number eight for Northwood, JoJo Edmond, the Michigan commit. Good display of sportsmanship there yep. by Edmond after the six-yard gain by yep. Brotherton. Brotherton and him share a little tap on the helmet. I'm a little surprised that they've uh, pretty much scrapped a double-wing tee here since the first quarter, about They're, halfway through. They are spread here, Jerry. Three receivers top of the formation. Robbie Belay alone at the bottom. Handoff is to Ringer, running off right tackle. Ringer gets across the 40 down to the 39-yard line, one yard shy of the the line to gain, going to bring up third down and one. Two minutes into the third quarter, clock running. East Central up 21-7 over the Northwood Panthers. Big, big third and one right here for both teams. And again, probably four down territory here for East Central, but you'd like to see him get it. On third down, they're going to go split backfield here with Brotherton on the right, Ringer on the left, Burton under center. Two receivers split out to the top. Josh takes the handoff. Following big number 71 across the 38-yard line, enough to move the chains. Nice job on the lead block that time by Noah Brown, pulled from his left guard position and cleared the way for Josh Ringer. Freshman Noah Brown. And what you said before about getting here on third down, we don't need any drama. <laughs> Keep it simple, huh, partner? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep Jerry's stress level at a manageable yeah. amount here. And my poor little girl down there someplace. Two receivers top. Robbie Blay alone at the bottom. Ringer alone in the backfield off the left shoulder. He's going to take the handoff. little jump cut across the 35, getting down near the 30-yard line. Robbie Blay uh, wrapped up in a block out here. Uh, with uh, JoJo Edmond, and uh, Edmond and Blay were having a little, uh, a little. they got locked up, let's put it that way, as Ringer went yep. for eight yards on the carry, bring up second down and two, ball spotted at the 30-yard line. Official helping Robbie get his shoulder pads back inside his jersey. Both those guys are competitors, and Robbie Blay is going to be able to tell people he was going nose-to-nose with a young man that's going to Michigan. They're right in each other's grill out here. Hand off to Ringer in the backfield running left. Josh puts his head down in barrels for a gain of about four yards to move the chains for each central. They'll mark it just outside the 25-yard line. At the 27, first and 10, Trojans moving the football here. Started this drive on their own 36. See Tyler Hall signaling in the plays on the big screen. Good shot of Jake Miners. Looks very calm and cool and collected right there, but I'm sure his insides are churning. Split backfield, Brotherton Ringer, Brotherton the lead blocker. Josh across the 20 and inside the 15, dragged down from behind the 14-yard line, a gain of 11 and another first down for the Trojans. Just simple blocking up front, guys doing their job, that big, powerful offensive line. All Josh needs is just a little sliver of an opening, and he will exploit that, usually for a nice gain. Wyatt Smith did a great job turning his man inward. Ryan Brotherton led the way and popped a guy to the outside, made that hole for Josh Ringer. He takes the handoff once again, running the same direction. Ringer, uh, not much there on this one, Jerry. Got back to the line of scrimmage and barely any more. Going to be stopped and bring up second down and 10. 
And we see Corey Helms and JoJo Edmond going at it again down there. Yep. I think it may have more turned into something a little more friendly than anything else. Corey's going to go back. Corey Helms will go out to the top now. Robbie Blay will come down to the bottom of the formation. And uh, going to be a split backfield. Brotherton to the right, Ringer to the left. Under center goes Burton. This is Ryan Brotherton running to the left. Gets a nice block from Ringer. Gets inside the 10-yard line down to the 8-yard line. Still about four yards short of the line to gain. Going to bring up third down and four. Yep. Looks like he's got to get to the four for the first down, Rob. Yep. So third down and four. Indiana SRN broadcaster Mike Scavira was up here with us at halftime. Mike believes if you run left to right on Northwood, they won't be able to keep up with the Trojans. But he said north and south, you know, in between the tackles, Northwood's pretty strong. But he believes if they run it at wide that uh, they'll have a chance to score the ball again. We'll see if Mike uh, is right on that. We've got a timeout of some sort. I think it was an equipment timeout yep. as Robbie Blay went to the sideline, yep. Jerry. And uh, Jake Miners, I think, is asking, how do you think that's happening to him? Yeah. Uh, and that's those blocks he's getting locked up with with JoJo Edmond. You're exactly right, Rob. The uh, officials had Rob get off the field. Split backfield. Ringer takes the handoff, running over left guard. Ringer moves the pile down near well, the line right to gain, Jerry. It. And it's either going to be first and goal or fourth and short here. We'll see what they call. They're going to call fourth down, I believe. And uh, they have not given. Well, they threw a flag, too, as well. They did throw a flag. Let's see what that is. That could be huge here. It's in the east-central backfield. And I think Corey Helms was locked up with JoJo Edmonds this time. And that might be a penalty. Let's see. There hadn't been a lot of penalties, just two on each team as we look at the head official well, to see what he's going to call. It'll be a huge penalty no matter which team it's on. Oh, my gosh, that's huge. Unsportsmanlike against Northwood. No, offsetting. They are offsetting, so he called a double. First down. And it's going to be first and goal for East Central, so they do give him the first down and offsetting penalties on unsportsmanlike conduct, trying to clean up uh, what we've been talking about on here with some chippiness going on on some of these wide receiver blocks. Northwood fans, again, not they've had about three calls here today that they have not been real thrilled about. Split backfield behind Ringer, first and goal from the four, excuse me, behind Burton. Ringer takes the handoff, gets a nice block from Ryan Brotherton. Yeah. And Josh Ringer goes in from four yards out for the touchdown. Beautiful drive by East Central to start the third quarter. Couldn't have drew it up any better, and I believe we got another flag coming in. We do. Another flag perhaps after the touchdown as there are five minutes and 56 seconds left. Great job by the right side of that offensive line. That may be against East Central. I'm not sure. Could be on the celebration. Gavin Osterman and Wyatt Smith, R.J. Sig on that side. And personal foul, another one against Northwood. The touchdown is good. That will be enforced on the kickoff, Jerry. Well, that's a sign of losing your composure. I I turned... I looked up at the screen. I seen Josh as he got up, kind of looked at a Northwood player and did uh, a little extra activity, but I guess not enough in the officials' eyes or they didn't see it. So last two plays, Northwood gets hit with an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Wheat set to snap it back to Corey Helms. There is the snap. The kick, the hold is down. The kick is up, and Nathan McPhee 
is perfect on extra points tonight. 5.56 to play here in the third quarter. East Central has taken a 28-7 lead. Jerry, just what we talked about, score in your last possession of the first drive, score in your first possession of the second drive. That scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See David Ball with Assured Partners Insurance. We're going to take a timeout and be back with more third-quarter action right after this. You're listening to East Central High School Class 4A State Championship game on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBI Radio. Com. Maxwell Construction Company would like to wish all schools and student-athletes good luck in their sports endeavors. To make a great team, it takes lots of hard work, practice, and dedication. Whether you're on the football field or participating in any sport or school event, Maxwell Construction, your leader in commercial construction and building solutions in Southeast Indiana since 1988, salutes all the area teams. Fresh pizza. Is there anything better? Yeah, convenient fresh pizza. Make a Mia Pizza is the definition of convenience and fresh. They're at the corner of Highway 1 and Interstate 74 in St. Leon. Looking for a warm-up but not craving pizza? They've got fresh hoagies and pasta, too. Make a Mia Pizza shares a building with Sunoco. The convenience just keeps coming. Fill your tank and fill your stomach. Make a Mia Pizza and Sunoco in St. Leon, right on Highway 1 and Interstate 74. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. East Central 28, Northwood 7, 5.56 to play in quarter number three of the Class 4A state championship football game. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you to start the second half. East Central goes 12 plays for 64 yards, takes six minutes and two seconds off of the clock capped off on a four-yard touchdown run from Mr. Football candidate Josh Ringer. Nathan McPhee's extra point is good. The Trojans go on top 28-7, Jerry. If Josh Ringer doesn't win Mr. Football, they should discontinue giving the award out. The kid has done everything that you could ask of a football player in high school football in the state of Indiana. Lead far and away leads in scoring touchdowns and rushing yards in until last week was leading the nation in scoring and touchdowns. He got knocked off his perch. I don't know by how far. I don't do not remember. Um, he may get back into the number one spot after today. We'll see how it plays out. The best thing about that, over six minutes off the clock. East Central, I don't know that they had a six-minute drive all year. Jerry, two touchdowns today for Josh. Give him 54 on the ground to go with five through the air. 59 touchdowns. How cool would it be a 60-touchdown yep. season for yep. Josh Ringer? Nathan McPhee will kick this one off from the Northwood 45-yard line because of the penalty. Bouncing to the bleachers. The unsportsmanlike uh, conduct penalty and the personal foul against Northwood. So Nathan just drives his foot into it and drives it all the way through the back of the end zone. And as my partner said, Bounced into the bleachers down there in the end. They get to keep that, Jerry? They got to No, he back. threw it back, the goofball. He threw it back <laughs> on the field. I'd have kept it. I would have took off with it. And there he goes up the steps. He's down <laughs> near the concourse. And he's moving down Capitol Avenue with the football. I it's going to be first and ten from the 20-yard line I for Northwood. I hope that ain't Jesse down there threw it back. I'd have really got on it. <laughs> Northwood brings there. High-powered passing offense on the field, Jerry. Got to keep the pressure here for East Central's defense. Do not give up a quick score here. 
Three receivers split out. Perry in beside his quarterback. They fake the jet sweep and hand it. Perry running straight ahead, and he doesn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. And I believe that was 46, Braden Rouse, yep. the leading tackler for the Trojans, getting in there. Came in with 97 tackles, Jerry. He's got uh, enough today to get him over that 100 tackle mark. You see it here on the big screen. I think Braden Becknell, yep, Braden Becknell got in there and hit him, and then Braden come in to finish him up. One of the best quotes we heard all year had Braden Rouse, along with Dylan Maxwell and Eli Earl up in the booth. Braden said, we're just a bunch of dogs. Perry takes the handoff once again. Explores the left side this time, gets across the 20, out to the 22-yard line to set up a third down and eight. Uh, good job on that right side uh, of the East Central defense that time to close the hole quickly. Incredibly surprised that they run the ball twice down 21 points here in the third quarter. In what is a passing offense yeah. uh, that Northwood likes to run. Trips to the bottom of the formation. One man alone at the top. The ball is at the 22-yard line right in the center of the field between the hash marks. It's a shotgun for Raider with Perry off his right shoulder. Raider rolling to his right near the Northwood sideline. That pass is caught and complete. What a catch out there. Heck of a throw. Nice job and a nice catch that time. This one to Nitro Tuggle, the Georgia commit, and that moves the chains for Northwood. Tuggle goes out of bounds at about the 32-yard line after a fantastic catch. A little glimpse right there. That is why this kid is going on to D1. Only had to get one foot in bounds in high school, and he did just that. An option keeper this time for Raider. Raider gets out near the 35-yard line. He'll be taken down there. Braden Becknell and Eli Ertle. Bring up second down and seven after the gain of three. Clock runs at 420 to play here in the third quarter. Trojans with a three-touchdown advantage. And they are really taking their time. I mean, every second is so valuable in a game like this. I'm just shocked. Heavy formation this time. Only two receivers. They send one in motion. That's Tuggle. They're going to hand this off to Perry. Perry running right, and he's got room across midfield. 45 knocked out of bounds in East Central Territory by Carson Bazanka down at the 39-yard line. A big gain that time as they actually mark him down at the 36, Jerry. Well, they could have threw a flag there on uh, the running back, Perry, because he got tackled by Carson Pazalka and got up and got right in his face. And you'll probably see it here at the end of the play if they continue with it. Right there. Right there. The stare down, and that should have been a flag. They pulled Bryson Davis, the left guard, and brought him to the right to help create that opening. A nice running play that time for Northwood. First and 10 from the Trojan 36. This time they pull it out on the RPO, and it is a swing pass out into the flat, complete. Ball carry getting down to the 30-yard line with the ball that time being knocked out of bounds was number 35, Seth Russell, the tight end. That's a gain of seven on the play, bring up second down and three. And the last three plays all been able to get out of bounds, have the Panthers to preserve that clock a little bit. Good job by them on that end of it. Nice tackle by Dylan Maxwell, had him around the ankles, and then Moses Wheat knocked him out of bounds. Again, they're heavy. They've got extra offensive linemen in here from what they typically have, just two receivers, so seven offensive linemen. Raider in the shotgun puts this in the belly of Perry. Perry's going to keep this one and run. Perry, unable to get down to the 25-yard line, runs into a host of Trojans down at the 26-yard line. They'll but that's enough. Yep. I'm sorry, Jerry, enough to move the chains for the first down. Yep, I was just going to say the very thing there, Rob. 
They'll reset and start the clock here momentarily. 325 and counting third quarter. East Central up 28-7. They stay heavy formation here. The two receivers in the ballgame are going to be split out to the top. They have a tight end right behind the line of scrimmage with the extra lineman on the right side. Raider hands to Tuggle running that way. No, Raider will pull it and keep it. He's trying to get to the outside. Nice pursuit that time. Uh, but Raider able to turn the corner, and he got the first down. Run out of bounds out at the 10-yard line. I thought he was going to be taken out of bounds yep. by the Trojans, but Raider able to shed the tackle attempt of Cole Sebastian. Cole got him up high, and then Jace Dorsey got blocked out of the way, and Raider running right along that sideline had to have Moses Wheat come over and knock him out of bounds at the 10-yard line exactly. It's first, first and, and goal, goal yep. for Northwood. First and goal for the Panthers. They bring an extra offensive lineman in with a tight end on the left side this time. Perry is off the right shoulder of Raider in the shotgun. They'll put it in the belly of Perry. Perry running left. Straight ahead down near the five-yard line. Going to be stopped just shy of that at the six. Second down and goal. Doing a really good job. Again, getting getting to the edge and getting out of bounds. Trojans uncharacteristically missing a couple tackles here and there that uh, would have kept that clock moving. But Panthers able to preserve a lot of that clock by going out of bounds on four of the last five plays. Clock at two and a half in the third quarter. Trojans showing blitz. Back to passes. Raider. Raider had a miscommunication with Nitro Tuggle that time. Tuggle went on a slant inside. Raider thought he was going to the outside, and Raider threw it outside and out of bounds. That stops the clock with two minutes and 26 seconds to play in the third quarter. Brings up third down and goal. Noah Schneider running in there. Going to play nose tackle for the Trojans here. I don't know that we've seen Noah in there all year on defense. Noah Schneider in his 296-pound frame lines up at nose tackle. I love it, Jerry. Still heavy formation. Perry moves to the left shoulder of his quarterback. Raiders in the shotgun. They bring a man in motion. It's a keeper to the left for Raider. Noah Schneider got him. Noah Schneider wraps him up around the shoulders and waits for help from his friends. And what a substitution, Jerry, and great call by you to see it. Uh, Now it's fourth down and goal as Raider has stopped at the three-yard line. Yep. Noah, I think Noah was actually the first guy there. You see him right there. He's got a hold of the quarterback. I don't think Noah's used to tackling a whole lot, so he had to get some help there from his teammates. But I doubt if you run into that big fella, you're not going to go very far. Fourth and goal from the three. Three receivers, bottom of the formation. Now the tight end on that side as well. Shotgun formation. Perry off the right shoulder of his quarterback. If they're running, they're going right, Jerry, but they're going to take a timeout. And I tell you what I loved about that previous play is you had big right tackle Max Parsiak. He's 6'3", 300 pounds. And then you had Noah Schneider in there for East Central. And Noah uh, is 300 pounds, what, 297 Uh, himself. He's he's 300. (laughs) Depends on if he had too much turkey uh, at Thanksgiving. But the timeout taken by Northwood, fourth and goal. And what a stand it would be for the Trojan defense if they can keep him out of the end zone here. East Central on top, 28-7, to 142 to play. Let's take a 30-second timeout. We'll come back with more from the Class 4A state championship game in Lucas Oil Stadium on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Attention all motorists. The white-tailed deer are on the move and crossing the roads. Joe Fetty and his staff at Fetty's Auto Body remind you to be careful when driving your vehicle. And if you meet up with a white-tailed deer, have no fear. 
Call Fetty's Auto Body to get your car back in gear. If your vehicle has small dings or dents, let Fetty's Auto Body use veinless dent repair. Or if it's a major collision repair, Fetty's will work with all insurance companies, and all work is warranted. Fetty's Auto Body on North Dearborn Road in Sunman. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Welcome back to Lucas Oil Stadium. This afternoon's game also being brought to you by Hornberger & Sons, Batesville, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Straber Oil Company, Ivy Tech Community College, and St. Leon, BP, and Blimpy. Alongside Jerry Stanger, Rob Moorhead with you, my lovely wife, Lisa, joining in the booth today, helping out on some statistics and a number of other things uh, as well, and appreciate her help today. Jesse Stanger has been around with us as well, but she ditched Jerry to go hang out with her boyfriend. <laughs> East Central on top, 28-7 to over Northwood, 142 to play. Timeout is over. Both teams sprint back onto the field as we have fourth and goal for Northwood from the Trojan three-yard line here. Northwood trying to punch this in and make it a two-touchdown game. Raiders shotgun. Two receivers, one to each side. The ball is right in the center of the field. Heavy formation to the right for Northwood. Extra offensive lineman and a tight end on the right side. Perry on the right side as well. It's a bad snap over his head. Back to the 35-yard, 25-yard line. Raider picks it up, chucks it to the right side, and it's intercepted. Carson Pazanka gets the interception at the 10-yard line. It's Trojan ball, first and 10. What a turn of events that turned out to be. That snap went... 20 yards probably behind Raider, and boy, he did a great job just going back and picking it up and threw it up in the air for grabs. There was a receiver open down here below us, probably between the numerals and the sideline, but Carson Bazaka moved up a little bit and uh, picked it off. What a great, great turn of events for the East Central Trojans there. Now, get it on the 11-yard line, second pick of the day and uh, see if they can grind out another long drive here. They're definitely going to grind this one out into the fourth quarter with at least a three-touchdown lead. And they go back to the double-wing tee. Team-leading fourth interception for Carson Pazanka. Quarterback keeper straight ahead for Cole Burton out to the 15-yard line. Gain of four brings up second down and six. Carson Pazanka. Picks up the interception, Jerry, and that junior coming back next year will be a key piece of that East Central team. 1-12 to play and counting. Trojans in no hurry whatsoever as they look to the sideline for the play call. They'll have Ryan Brotherton on the right wing. Josh Ringer on the left wing. Ryan Mingus in the backfield. This one's a flip back to Ringer. Ringer's got room across the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Josh Ringer taken down at the 38-yard line. A big gain for Josh Ringer. Puts him over 200 yards on the day. First and 10 for the Trojans. They pulled the guard again, Noah Brown. And the leading blocker out there this time was Cole Burton (laughs) helping spring Josh Ringer. Double wing T for the Trojans again. First and 10. This one's going to Brotherton, running to the left. Ryan following blockers across the 45 out to the 47-yard line. He'll be wrapped up by a couple. 
of Northwood Panthers, Michael Anderson and Keith Miller. Miller, the leading tackler on this ball club with 103. That'll be the end of the quarter, Rob. Josh Ringer goes into the fourth quarter with 30 carries for 212 yards. You want to make your case for Mr. Football? <laughs> make it right here in Lucas Oil Stadium. We've reached the end of quarter number three, and the East Central Trojans have a 28-7 lead over the Northwood Panthers, 12 minutes away from back-to-back state championships. Stay with us right here for fourth quarter action on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. You only have one smile. Make yours the best it can be with Batesville Dental. For over 40 years, Batesville Dentals provided the latest technology in their state-of-the-art facility. They strive to make your visit a pleasure. Doctors Broughton, Liedermeyer, and Roberts and their staff offer preventative care, Invisalign, implants, extractions, and cleanings to keep your mouth healthy and your smile beautiful. Batesville Dental, 391 Northside Drive, Batesville. You only have one smile. Make yours the best it can be. Batesville Dental. Straber Oil Company wishes good luck to the East Central football team. Looking to work full or part-time driving a semi for this family-friendly company? When you work for Straber Oil, you'll enjoy flexible hours Monday through Friday, benefits, holiday pay, and a 401k. Come work for a local business that makes sure you're home each night. Straber Oil Company. Stop by our office in Batesville or call us to apply. 812-934-2910. Good luck to the East Central football team from Straber Oil Company. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jerry and I want to say thank you once again to Brent Lee back in the studio for running the board for us this afternoon. Rob Moorhead alongside Jerry Stanger. This afternoon's game brought to you in part by Good Apple Roofing, Batesville Dental, Fetty Auto Body, Lutz Beef, and Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company. East Central 28, Northwood 7. Trojans with the football. It'll be a thir- a second down and eight for East Central in Northwood territory at the 47-yard line. In the f- third quarter, the Trojans had a 12-play, 64-yard drive capped off by a Josh Ringer four-yard touchdown run, his second of the day. McPhee's extra point was good, but the Trojans on top 28-7. Northwood had a long drive of their own, getting first and goal at the 10-yard line. They faced fourth and goal from the three. A bad snap sent Owen Raider running backwards. He picked it up, heaved it toward the end zone where Carson Pazanka picked it off for his fourth interception of the year, getting the ball back to the Trojans. They took over at their own 11 and are already out uh, to, like I said, the Northwood 47-yard line. They've gone 36 yards in three plays. And the drive will continue as we start fourth quarter action, Jerry. Great start. Ran a handful of plays here. Got it into the fourth quarter with a three-touchdown lead and on the move again. How sweet it would be to punch this one in and, uh, as they say, probably put the nail in the coffin. Double wing. Go right ahead, partner. They, the Ryan, referee stopped the clock here yep. before they even started. Go ahead and tell me what you're going to say. I was just going to say Ryan Mingus in there behind Burton in the double wing tee. Brotherton and Ringer out on the edge. What experience for freshmen getting getting it to play in this. He's played a ton this yep. year, but getting these snaps. And you know why they <laughs> – Jerry, we haven't seen this happen all year long. The officials forgot to have the team switch sides. It didn't even hit me because now no. the Trojans should be going from our left to our right. 
but the ball is not in the right place. He should, it should be on the other side of the 47-yard line. Yeah, they got the ball. Look at where the yardsticks are. Yeah. They haven't changed the yardsticks No, either. they haven't. Back to pass is Burton. Burton being chased, and Burton taken down all the way back to the 36-yard line. That was discombobulated from the beginning, yep. Jerry, and they haven't even moved the sticks. That Sound? ball should have been spotted on the other side of the yeah. 50. All they did was switch the teams around, but they didn't move the football, and I don't know if anybody has a, a read on that, but uh, that's where, and actually, let me correct myself, because they had gone 36 yards from the 11, so it should have been on the East Central 47-yard line. That's uh-huh. correct, but the sticks are wrong. Right. The sticks are wrong. They're not in the right spot. But regardless, it's third down and a bunch here for East Central. Um, and I don't, I don't know how it, it doesn't matter at this point. So no. we'll go with it as it's a handoff in the backfield to Josh Ringer. Ringer taken down by the ankles that time uh, by number four of the Northwood Panthers. That was Austin King. Josh only able to get it out uh, to what they will call the original line of scrimmage, the 39-yard line, and it's fourth down. The Trojans will have to punt. I can't believe even nobody on the sideline even knew it. They even recognized it. It was uh, crazy. You would think the coaches would have noticed that for either team. Yeah, I'm confused by what happened with the sticks there, and here drops uh, Josh Ringer back to punt for the first time in today's ball game. Back deep will, deep will be Nitro Tuggle. Ringer kicks it way away from Nitro Tuggle. It's not... Uh, a, a fantastic kick in terms of appearance, but it'll roll inside the 30 all the way down to the 25-yard line. Effective enough. And East Central will take that indeed. First time they punted all day, as Rob said. One thing we haven't seen Josh do a lot this year is punt, and he is the main punter, and uh, just kicking it away from the returning returners for the Panthers, and they got to start from their own 25. Just the second possession for the Panthers in this second half, and we're early in the fourth quarter. And that is a great job by the East Central offense. 10-24 left to play here in the contest. Trojans with a three-touchdown lead, 28-7. It's the first Indiana team to stay within 35 points of East Central so far in this year. We'll see how this one plays out. There's a handoff. Nope, play action. Raiders scrambling. He's under pressure, and Braden Rouse gets him, wraps him, and takes him down for the sack with a little help from number 56 of the Trojans as well. Braden Becknell. Braden Becknell got in there, but Braden Rouse wrapped him up and dropped him all the way back, Jerry, at the 14-yard line. Just held on to the ball too long is what he did. Just throw it away at that point. Second down and plenty. They'll say 21 from the 14-yard line. Shotgun formation, two receivers bottom, one way at the top. Tight end switches sides of the offensive line. Now they send a man in motion. They fake it, trying to set up the screen, and nothing doing as East Central was right on top of it. Big number 43 for the Trojans. Connor Kuhn broke that screen up. And the ball falls incomplete, third down and 21. Well, you got a three-touchdown lead and uh, nine minutes and change left in the fourth quarter of the state championship game. You can actually just do a little bit of gambling on defense right now if you're East Central. Empty backfield for Raider. Five receivers, two at the bottom, the near side of the field, three at the top. Ball is on the near hatch. In this very place, on this very field tomorrow, the Colts will take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, third and long. 
Back to pass. Straight back is Raider looking over the middle of the field. It's intercepted. Intercepted by Moses Sweet. Moses Sweet. Moses Sweet. Sweet for a touchdown. Moses caught that ball at around the 30-yard line, weaved his way through traffic to the left side of the field, and took it all the way to the end zone for the touchdown. A pick six for Moses Wheat. How beautiful is that right there? Moses Wheat with the pick six, and I don't even know they got a hand on him as he weaved his way. You see it right there on the screen. Well, you don't at home. My bad. And uh, Got some no, nice blocking think, down yeah. in front. That last one came from Cole Sebastian to spring him at the five-yard line. On for the extra point for the fifth time tonight will be Nathan McPhee trying to stay perfect. Moses is going to snap it back to him, and there's a flag as they got in early on the left side. It looked like uh, JoJo Edmond was going to try to get a block on that extra point. But how about Moses Wheat with 8.46 left to play, getting the pick six. Just a fantastic job by Moses, and a lot of pressure applied on Raider that time. Uh, He had to get rid of that football, and Moses from his safety position, came up and played it perfectly. What a great, great afternoon it's been here at Lucas Oil. Third pick of the day. East Central looking for their 35th point. Nice snap. Good job by... Yep. Good job to get that one down. It was a little bit high. Great job by Corey Helms, and McPhee puts the left foot through it, and he is perfect on the day. McPhee's extra point was good. There we get one more look at Moses Wheat picking that football off. The crowd gets to watch it again on the big screen as Moses weaved his way through the defense to get it into the end zone for the touchdown. That scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Mark Taylor with Assured Partners Insurance. Trojans, 35. Panthers, 7. 8.46 to play. We'll take another timeout, a 30-second timeout. You're listening to State Championship Football on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. There's something about Skyline that makes people feel good. For me, it's all about the conies. I gotta have them at least once a week. That freshly grated cheese and warm chili, it's a perfect combination. And those steamed buns, it's like they just came out of the oven. That's what makes Skyline conies so special. You know it. Even when I get a three-way, I always get a coney on the side. Skyline cheese conies just make you feel good. Feeling good, it's Skyline time. Michelle and Dave Dettons of the St. Leon and Brookville Skyline Chilies ask you to stop in before or after the game. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Alongside Jerry Stanger, I'm Rob Moorhead. Trojans, 8 minutes and 46 seconds away from hoisting their second straight Class 4A state championship trophy. And Jerry... We got a good problem, and that is so many people are listening yep. that the new WRBI app is full up. It will not let any new listeners on. You can still go to WRBIRadio.com or even the old TuneIn Radio app as well. You can pick up the game or on the air, 103.9. But get to your radios, get to your devices, because the Trojans are up by 28 points with 8.46 to play as they shoot for another Class 4A state championship. And just to let everybody know at home, when the Trojans move to 5A next year, they'll be playing on Saturday again up here. Nitro Tuggle picks it up at the three-yard line, running up the left sideline, taken out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Tackle there by Dylan Maxwell. And East Central's defense will come back out onto the field 
after an exciting pick six and a touchdown from Moses Wheat. That was sweet. Third pick of the day on quarterback Owen Roeder. And that one returned for six. Yeah, and Roeder came in, Jerry, on the season, only nine interceptions, has thrown three today. That speaks volumes for this East Central defense. Raider, I should say. It's Roeder down in southeast Indiana, as in <laughs> Rising Sun Superintendent Brandon Roeder. But here it is Raider, and he hands it off to Perry, and Perry, a big gainer, going right over the left guard out to the 46-yard line. And that's a first down for Northwood. Nice straight-ahead run, little crack. That's two that he's had today. The other one was quite a bit more, but Perry ended going to probably end up having himself a pretty nice day. Moses Sweet on the tackle there, Chase Bellman. First and ten. Raider back in the shotgun. Perry off his right shoulder. Two receivers to the bottom. One split out way high to the top. Perry right into the hands of Red Dog Eli Ertle. He does get positive yardage, but only about two. Going to bring up second down and eight. You talk about Perry, Jerry. 11 carries, 56 yards so far on the day. Raider, 16 to 24, 163 yards. He has thrown that long 65-yard touchdown uh, completion, but, again, the three interceptions to go along with it. They lose a lot of skill, guys, on offense, does Northwood. That's for sure. Raider fakes it to the left, now tries to tuck it. He's still under pressure, gets rid of it to the right side of the field. It's complete, but what a hit out there by Jace Dorsey. Nice catch on the play by the wide receiver, Trey Woods. But Jace Dorsey laid a lick on him, Jerry, inside Trojan territory at the 47-yard line. Going to bring up third down and three. Boy, textbook football play by Jace Dorsey in the backfield against a kid that if he gets away from Jace, he could have scored right there. What a hit by Jace Dorsey. He's their third leading receiver, 28 receptions, 373 yards, and six touchdowns coming in. This is going to be a keeper for Raider, and he gets it down near the line to gain, but then it's pushed backwards at the end. I think he's going to be short. I think he's short too, Jer. They'll mark it at the 45-yard line of East Central. He needs the 44, bring up a third down, make it a fourth down and one. And undoubtedly, Northwood will go for this. The capper on the day it would be if they shut these guys down here short of the first down on defense. Perry, they fake it to Perry. They will. Shut him down as it's a keeper for Raider, and Raider does not even get back to the line of scrimmage. Brendan Coulter. First guy in there. And Coulter did a great job wrapping him up and then got help from his friends, including... Number 43 of the Trojans, Alex Kuhn. And there, actually, oh, Alex, Alex Kuhn, Kuhn is sorry. the one who wrapped him up, and he got help from his friends, but Kuhn. And then there you have uh, number 35, Brendan Coulter, helping at the end. But a great job by Alex Kuhn and a turnover on downs. 6.15 left in the game. The Trojans up 35-7. to They take over. In their own territory. And there's Ryan Brotherton running to the right out to the 40. 35 taken out of bounds. A big gainer for Ryan Brotherton on the first down as the drive started on the Trojan 42-yard line. Good run by Ryan getting outside. And how about that Trojan defense? I think there was a 
Quite a murmur in the crowd over on that east central sideline after that touchdown earlier by the Panthers that made it 7-7, to but it has been all east central on both sides of the ball since. At the 36-yard line of Northwood, Josh Ringer takes the handoff, running over the left side of the offensive line down near the 30-yard line. And they'll actually mark him inside the 30, the 29, gain of eight on the play. Brings up second down and two. Josh Ringer having himself a day as he is up now out of 215 yards on 31 carries. Clock runs at 540. East Central on top, 35 to 7. Double wing formation. Extra offensive lineman on that far side, too. It's a pitch back to Ringer. Ringer running around to the right, dives out to the 25-yard line. I think he's got the first down. I think so, too, Jerry. That'll move the chains for the Trojans. Clock continues to run. Should be under five minutes to play with the snap of this football, and I think they can smell something over there on that East Central sideline. I think they can as well. On their feet, a great contingent of student fans over there to support this team as they look for their 15th win against no losses on the season. Cole Burton knows the assignment here. Let the play clock run down. East Central in their heavy formation. Brotherton alone at the top. Nope, Brotherton's in the backfield. Double handoff. Ringer. Ringer getting the block of the 20. Oh, gone. Yeah. Five. Touchdown. Woo. Touchdown number 60 on the season for Josh Ringer. This one from 26 yards out on the double handoff. Brotherton took the handoff from the right side of the double wing. Inside handoff to Ringer coming from the left. Ringer takes it into the end zone for the touchdown, and it's going to be a 35-point lead here for East Central. Cole Burton out there leading the way with the lead block. What a game here today by Josh Ringer. They might as well hand him the Mr. Football Award here along with his medal here after the game. There's no way that young man is not going to win that. McPhee's extra point is up. And it goes through. There's a flag on the play. Same thing has happened before. Offsides against Northwood as they're trying to get in and block the extra point. I believe that's JoJo Edmond, but the kick went yep. through. And, nope, they will not count it. they got to re-kick it because that yep. should have stopped uh, on the offsides. JoJo Edmonds lining over here, up over here on a defensive end spot and just trying to get around the corner. So they'll try it again. Moses Sweet will snap it back to Corey Helms. Helms puts the hole down. There's the kick again. Nathan McPhee says, how many times do you want me to do it, boys? I'll do her again for the sixth time today. Six out of six. Nathan McPhee's extra point is good for Nathan on the year. That makes him now 87 out of 91 on extra points. And there on the big screen, you see Josh Ringer carrying his 60th touchdown of the year. That scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Kevin Crackler with Assured Partners Insurance. That was a four-play, 54-yard drive. One minute and 35 seconds comes off the clock. And the East Central Trojans are on top in what would be, if we were playing under normal circumstances, their 14th running clock out of 15 games. Not a team in Indiana has been within 35 points of East Central. Jerry Josh Ringer now on 34 carries, has 251 yards and three touchdowns for the season. 
He now has, if I find my notes here, 55 touchdowns on the ground, five through the air. That's 60, ladies and gentlemen, 60 touchdowns for Josh Ringer, and he's just a tick away from 3,000 yards on the season as well, Jerry. What a job by this young man. Got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? 60 touchdowns. He is absolutely going to win Mr. Football in the state of Indiana. It will be East Central second. Josh Martini won it back in 1994, who's most of those are the records that Josh has broken this year. Andrew Wolf as well, extending uh, running back in East Central history. But what an incredible job. Back-to-back state championships in little old St. Leon, Indiana, by this East Central football team. And everybody, every, everybody in this stadium has a hand in it. Last year in the 2022 4A state finals game, Josh had 24 carries for 171 yards and four touchdowns. Today he's got 34 carries, 251 yards, three touchdowns. So that would be, what, 59 carries? See if I can do this math in my head. 58. 58 carries. 422 yards and seven touchdowns in state championship appearances. That's pretty impressive, well, Jerry. Well, it's like Coach has alluded to. Um, you go back to the Moeller game and some of the games from last year and the biggest games, Josh has his biggest games, and he has done it for the last two years. And uh, you know what? As me and Rob make our way down to the field after the game, might not be a bad idea to try to get a word with that young man. Yeah, we will. And it'll have to be a different kind of post game, guys. But what Jerry and I are going to do is record some interviews for you as Nathan McPhee kicks this one off. It'll be fielded at the one-yard line, running straight up the middle across the 20 out to the 25-yard line was Nitro Tuggle on the run back. Northwood will come over and start this drive at their own 25 with 4.35 left to play in the contest. But, again, we are so high up in the press box, you got to take an elevator up to all the top of this place, and we don't expect Jake to do that after the game. They're going to be celebrating. We don't expect the players to do that. So we'll have our post-game show. It won't be a real lengthy post-game, but then we'll sign off, and Jerry and I will go down to the field, and we'll get some interviews with Jake Miners, with some of the players, and I will send those back to Brent Lee at the studio and we'll have him post them uh, however he sees fit uh, so that we can uh, appropriately celebrate uh, this championship here with East Central. And while you're saying that, Brett just texted me, and he said we will post those on WRBIRadio.com. Raider completes the pass. Nope, falls incomplete. He was looking for JoJo Edmond and the East Central fans as that was incomplete on that side of the field. They're giving Edmonds a little bit of a Bronx cheer from the East Central sideline as – he kind of has been locked up with yep. Robbie Blay a couple of times today on blocking plays, and uh, the Trojan fans uh, are kind of letting him have it a little bit. Ball falls incomplete, second down and 10, 429 to play in the game, East Central on top, 42-7. to Shotgun formation, handoff in the backfield. Perry running around the right side. Eli Herbal again, I believe. Yep. Big red dog gets in there, brings him down from behind. Also, A.J. Garrison. Helps with that tackle. And that's going to bring up third down and 11 as that was a loss of one on the play. I think the East, the defense is trying to filter in guys here and there, maybe play by play. I'm sure they don't want to give up another score. They were very upset they gave up a score in last year's game late, and they don't want that to happen again. Perry 
In motion out of the backfield. Tuggle on the bubble screen. Gets the catch at the 25-yard line. Tuggle making Guysmith gets it out to the 29-yard line. And that's going to bring up a fourth down. And we'll see what Northwood decides to do here deep in their own territory. They're stopped at the 29-yard line. They need to get it out to the 35-yard line. So fourth down and six. And they'll keep the offense on the field here. 327 and counting left to play in the contest. Two receivers bottom, two receivers top. Perry stands off the left shoulder of his quarterback, Raider. Now he's going to move to the right side as Raider shouts instructions to the offensive line. There's the snap. Rolling out to the right is Raider. Looking, has a man, and it's complete. Running out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Enough for the first down is JoJo Edmond. The Georgia commit, or Michigan commit, I should say, gets the first down and moves the chain. Thanks to folks that have reached out today, including Mooch Hamilton, Brian Voss, and others that are listening back at home. We appreciate the kind words. As East Central is on their way to back-to-back Class 4A state championships. 3.04 to play here in the contest. Perry not get the ball. They're going to keep it with Raider. Raider will take off running with it. He's positive yardage. Pardon me, out across the 40-yard line, out to the 42. That's going to be a gain of seven on the play. Make it six, second down and four. Raider, 18 of 27, 173 yards through the air, and he's run it 11 times for 28 yards. Three receivers top of the formation. Ball is in the middle of the field. They clear the backfield here. Raider drops back to pass. Looking over the middle, has a man out there. It's caught. He'll be into East Central territory at the 46-yard line, make it the 45. Nice hit and a tackle on the play by Moses Wheat. That was number three on the reception. We've called his name a lot today, yep. Nitro Tuggle. He will be heading to Georgia, the leading receiver coming in. 86 receptions, 1,290 yards, and, a, and 17 touchdowns. He owns the lone touchdown for Northwood today, too, a 65-yard reception. Option, pitch, Perry running right with a head of steam inside the 40, down to the 34-yard, making the 36-yard line of East Central, a yard shy of the first down, going to bring up second down and one. We're inside two minutes, Jerry, 145 to play. You know, the uh, stat sheet's going to see that Northwood has thrown for a lot of yards today, and they have, but the secondary has played very, very well for this East Central defense. Perry takes the delayed handoff, running straight ahead, runs right in to Alex Kuhn, but enough for the first down. They'll spot the ball inside the 35, or at the 35-yard line. Get this, Rob. We have online listeners in Ohio, Illinois, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Texas, Kansas, Colorado, and more. That is fantastic. We thank each and every one of you for tuning in today. That is so cool. Hand off to Perry. Nope. Raider pulls it back. Play action. Nitro Tuggle. Pass complete inside the 15 down at the 11-yard line. Nitro Tuggle on the reception. Will set Northwood up first and 10 from the 11 with one minute and counting left to play. Nice pass that time by Raider. Jace Dorsey in coverage and then got help to finish him off. First and 10 from the 11-yard line. They can get a first down without getting into the end zone. 
Four receivers, spread formation. Raider, empty backfield, back to pass. Rolling to his left, under pressure. Lobs it up into the end zone, and it is caught for a touchdown in the back of the end zone. And we will see it is Nitro Tuggle with his second touchdown reception of the day. That one is an 11-yard touchdown pass from Raider to Tuggle. Again, good job by the defense all day. You're, you're going to get that at the end of the game at garbage time. You probably lose a little intensity, a little concentration. Those things happen, but this game was well in hand before that drive. And uh, kudos to Northwood uh, for still playing as well on the offensive, the, by the offensive side of the ball. And DeFridis comes on for the extra point, and it is good, and that makes it 42-14. to 14. With 35 seconds left here in the contest, that's an example of Northwood winning the battle right there, but East Central just about to win the war here, Jerry. That drive was 10 plays, 75 yards, took four minutes off of the clock, but the East Central Trojans hold a commanding 42-14 lead with 35 seconds left to play. We're going to keep it right here. As East Central going to run their record to 15-0 and 0 on the season. About to claim their fourth state championship in football. They're about to capture the school's second undefeated season. The first one where they've won 15 games. Yep. They went 14-0 in 1994. This will be a 15-0 campaign, and Jerry, a 21-game winning streak. Isn't that amazing? And a 12-game tournament winning streak will all be in hand after this last 35 seconds of play. Just, uh, I, I don't know if you even can find the words to describe these kids, what they've done the last two years. Wired or wire this year. 15 games in a row, 21 in a row overall, as you said, Rob. Just, It's an incredible feat. It really is. The people just don't realize how hard it is. Uh, just an amazing job by these kids. And they've been winners all their life since they've started playing football, These this group of seniors. And what a what a legacy to live up to if you're the underclassman over there on the sideline. Onside kick coming. It is recovered by Northwood. Did it go 10 yards? It, yep, did. Yeah, it did. Just a great job by Northwood to recover that onside kick. East Central was expecting it, and they were positioned for it, but the kick that time was fantastic by Dominic Fritas, and I believe it's number 12 that ends up recovering this. No, it's yep. not. It's number 20. See if I see him when he rolls over here. I uh, can't get a look at the number there. 28, 28 uh, recovers the onside kick, so a great job that time for Trevor Barrett of Northwood. Uh, getting the onside kick, and that's going to bring the offense back out onto the field for Northwood for the final 35 seconds. He just had, outran Chase Bellman to the ball. Bellman was waiting for it to come to him. Chase should have went up to the ball instead of waiting for the ball to come to him, and uh, the Northwood player just outraced him to the football. So Northwood will get a couple of plays here. They'll take over in East Central Territory at the 49-yard line. Two receivers, top of the formation, one at the bottom. Raider rolling to his right. Has plenty of time. Going to throw it long down the middle of the field. Opportunity for an interception, again. and it is. That is Carson Pazanka with his second interception of the day, bringing it up the left sideline. 
Gets the ball out near the 30-yard line. A flag comes in late away from the play. But Carson Pazanka, two interceptions on the day. Now five for the year for Carson Pazanka. There's an exclamation point for you for the East Central Trojans as uh, Raider just threw it up for grabs and Carson Pazaka came down with it on about the five-yard line. As they say, they got to sort out the penalty here. Yep, I figured it would be one of them. Helmet to helmet. Helmet to helmet. It'll go against East Central. So will the interception stand? Yeah. If it happened after the interception, it'll stand. Let's see. We're going to get the call from the head official here as he walks over toward this sideline and continuing to kind of sort out uh, what happened as he is now getting ready to turn his microphone on. Listeners also in Louisiana, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. We're pretty popular, Rob. That's pretty cool. And, and <laughs> So it is after the interception. It'll be half the distance, and East Central's going to come out in victory formation anyway as you get a look at Jake Miners up on the big board. And Jerry, when you were talking about as we were talking about all those games, all those wins, and, and everything that's happened over the last couple of years, just a reminder – the one station that's brought you every one of yep. those is WRBI, either on 103.9 or WRBIRadio.com. And now, Jerry, not only is it great to practice on Thanksgiving Day, it's great to come out in victory formation in yep. Lucas Oil Stadium. Cole Burton takes the snap, takes a knee, and the clock will count down. Northwood will elect not to take their final timeouts as we're inside 10 seconds. We are down now to five seconds. The Trojans line up. For the celebration and the handshake, the clock reaches triple zeros, and the East Central Trojans have captured the 2023 Class 4A State Championship, going undefeated 15-0 and winning back-to-back state championships, a wire-to-wire season as the number one rated team in Class 4A. Congratulations to Coach Jake Miners on capturing the fourth state championship in east central history and the second under the jake miners coaching reign east central takes the crown partner incredible job by the trojans the last two years as rob mentioned all the uh, the stats the undefeated season wire to wire ranked number one to start the year were never ever close to being challenged they just distinguished every opponent that they played um i don't think anybody thought as rob mentioned earlier if they did have a clock in the running clock in the state championship game, we would have had one here. Um, I don't think that's probably ever been done before either um, by a team where they all six games could have or would have been a running clock. Just an incredible job by this group of players. Um, the seniors get all the they're not riding the accolades and deservedly so. But as I said earlier, this is such a great thing for these underclassmen to see. Not only the underclassmen on the field. But the kids in the stands over there that came up with their parents or their grandparents or whoever got them up here, uh, they have something to strive for, something to live up to. And uh, they want to be playing on Thanksgiving Day, or excuse me, practicing on Thanksgiving Day and playing up here on Thanksgiving weekend and years to come. Coach Miners has always been the one that he wants to be dominant. He wants to build a dominant program down in little old St. Leon, Indiana. And uh, he's got a great start to do in that right now. An incredible job by everybody involved with this football team in the community down in St. Leon. Just a fabulous, fabulous job. These guys are going down in the history books, not only at East Central High School, but throughout the state of Indiana. And what an incredible array of talent that they've put together. 
Incredible job by the coaches. Uh, just a fabulous effort by everyone involved. Great to look up at the big screen and see Jake Miners being interviewed uh, down on the field on tele on the television broadcast right now. Uh, we'll catch up with Jake after a while as East Central will be receiving their state championship medals here in a few minutes. Uh, Lisa looking in the record books here, Jerry. This record won't surprise you that East Central uh, tied today, and that is for fewest pass attempts in Class 4A. Back in 2003, Ron Colley against East Noble. Ron Colley only attempted to throw it three times. East Central only attempted to throw it three times today. So, And for Randy Maxwell, that's three times too many. It is because Randy has a shirt, something to the effect of run the ball. I'm yeah, not sure. Something there's a, to the effect. There's another word in yeah, there, but yeah. they did that to the tune of 353 yards today out of their 360 total yards of offense. The East Central Trojans are back-to-back Class 4A state champions. Let's take a break, and we'll come back with our post-game show right after this. You are listening to the home of the state champion East Central Trojans, Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Finding shingles in your yard? More rain coming in than running off? You need to call Good Apple Roofing, southeastern Indiana's local roofer for over three decades. Good Apple Roofing has you covered, literally. Good Apple Roofing installs asphalt dimensional shingles, standing seam metal roofs, PVF membranes for flat roofs, and more. Whether you need a residential or commercial roofing solution, Good Apple Roofing and their professional staff are here to help. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Thinking of moving? Maybe settling in a state? How about both? One call covers it all with Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, now conveniently located under one roof near Dover, Indiana. Both Dale and Randy Lutz, as realtors and auctioneers, have been serving the community for over 30 years. Their profession is turning your assets into cash. Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, where they're in your corner. Call 812-637-6666. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance. Not just for farmers. Grain-fed, farm-raised beef by Dale and Randy Lutz. Free from any hormones or growth stimulants. Cut at local processors. The dream dinner. Well, you're in luck. Lutz Beef is for sale. Lutz Beef can easily be picked up any Wednesday and during Saturday auctions at the Lutz Auction Center. Right off Highway 1 in Dover. Get your fillets, ribeyes, roasts, stew meat, ground beef, and so much more. They even have quarter, half, and whole beefs available. Lutz Beef, make it what's for your dinner. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. 
The good news just keeps coming for East Central. As not only are they the Class 4A state champions with a 42-14 victory over Northwood, but on the field right now, the 2023 Phil Eskew Mental Attitude Award has just been presented. The number 36, Dylan Maxwell. His parents, Randy and Robin, are out on the field with him. Dylan holding the trophy down at the 20-yard line. His teammates are cheering for him. Just a fantastic day as Principal Tom Black, who's a member of the <laughs> IHSAA Executive Committee, gets to hand him a trophy and a, and a check. The check is $1,000 to the general scholarship at East Central High School in the name of Dylan Maxwell. And, Jerry, you just can't be more happy for a young man than Dylan Maxwell as he gets ready to be interviewed on the field at Lucas yep. Oil Stadium. Uh, how cool is that? That is just an unbelievable moment down there. And, of course, Alex won it back in uh, – or won the state championship back in 2017. And Dylan uh, had said last year that uh, – he already had a place carved out, I believe, in the basement at home to put the second state championship uh, plaque up next to his brother, who only won one, so a little sibling rivalry there. But what a great job by Dylan and the rest of his teammates here today. Just an awesome job. And he's being interviewed on the big screen right now. It is so cool to see that. And congratulations to Randy, of course, uh, now Senator Randy Maxwell. Randy has been an assistant coach on this team, one of the offensive coaches for years. Randy is is nothing but just super accommodating to Jerry and I. Will talk to us anytime prior to the game. Give us any and all information. There's Robin Maxwell, uh, his mom, getting interviewed right now. They're smart to go to Robin instead of Randy yep. uh, to talk in front of the entire crowd. So we're glad they made that choice. But it's just so cool to see a local young man and such a great young man. And Jerry and I got to interview him after the game last week, and he just did a fantastic job then, Jerry. And uh, this is just a neat moment uh, for the entire uh, entire community. Dylan having a rough time keeping the tears out, and I'm sure Randy is too. I think Mom Mom Robin is the backbone of the family there. She, she's, the, she's the backbone there. She's the only one, I think, without tears down there right now. Very cool moment. Indeed. He and Randy embrace their uh, – back at the 20-yard line and, and got a big, big hug from his mom as well. And and what what a ball game. In the first half, uh, East Central was on top uh, 21-7 at the halftime. They came out uh, in the second half and uh, took a 12-play, 64-yard drive, capped off by a four-yard Josh Ringer touchdown uh, with 5.56 to play in the third quarter to go on top 28-7. to Defense came out and had a big stand on fourth and goal after Northwood got the ball down deep in their own in uh, East Central Territory. Carson Pazanka had what turned out to be his first interception of the day to get East Central the ball back. Uh, the Trojans had to punt. They gave it back to Northwood in the fourth quarter. Northwood had it on their own 25. Moses Wheat came up with a big interception and made it a pick six as Moses took the interception back 30 yards into the end zone. For the touchdown with 8.46 to play, that put East Central on top, 35-7 after the McPhee extra point. Defense forced a turnover on downs. East Central got it back again. This time they went four plays, 54 yards, capped off by a 26-yard touchdown run by Josh Ringer. McPhee's extra point was good to make it 42-7, and that was the 60th, yes, 60th touchdown of the season for Josh Ringer, 55 on the ground, four through the air. Northwood Wood 
get one more possession and go 10 plays, 75 yards for a touchdown. The second one of the day for Nitro Tuggle from Owen Raider. The extra point was good. That made it 42-14. to 14. Interestingly enough, the onside kick was recovered by Northwood. But on the last uh, real play of the game, Owen Raider dropped back to pass, and he was picked off for the second time today by Carson Pazanka. That brought the Trojan offense out in victory formation, and they knelt down one time and then capped off the 42-14 victory. Overall statistics, East Central, 360 total yards of offense, 353 on the ground, seven through the air. They had three penalties for 29 yards, 22 first downs. They were 8-10 on third down, and they won the time of possession, although it was close, 25, to 20, 25 minutes, 28 seconds, compared to 22 minutes and 32 seconds. Northwood gained 342 yards, 228 of those through the air, only 114 on the ground. Individually for East Central, Cole Burton, two for three for seven yards passing, but this was a running attack for East Central led by Josh Ringer. 34 carries, 251 yards, three touchdowns. Ryan Brotherton, eight carries, 77 yards and a touchdown. Dylan Maxwell, four carries, 15 yards. Cole Burton, five carries, 12 yards and a touchdown. Ryan Mingus had a carry, and uh, then Josh Ringer had one reception for six yards. Ryan Brotherton, one reception for one yard. Defense held Raider. He went 22 for 32, 228 yards. He had two touchdowns, but four, Jerry, count them, yep. four interceptions for the East Central Trojan defense. The running back, Perry, carried it 15 times for 80 yards. Raider carried it 12 times for 34. Nitro Tuggle, who is on his way next year to play Division I football, Nitro Tuggle will be going to Georgia he had 160 yards on nine receptions and two touchdowns, the long of being 65. JoJo Edmond, who will be heading to Michigan, had six receptions for 34 yards. Perry had four for 25. Russell, two for four. And Woods, one for five. Uh, those are the stats here in the game. Jerry, your final thoughts before we wrap this one up. Just a great job again by the Trojans all around. I mean, everybody involved. What a celebration it's going to be in a few hours down in St. Leon. They'll probably uh, get a uh, police escort as they will get off the summon exit, and they will escort the back-to-back uh, -back -back state championships back to East Central High School. I'm sure there will be a lot of people there waiting for them. Um, there'll be celebrations all over uh, the all the, the Weisberg and Five Point and Bonnell and Guilford and Nuelsis and Dover and Bright and Logan and Morris and some and there'll be parties all over tonight. Just uh, you know, if there's our people here that are listening, please be safe going home. Enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. Uh, just a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment by this football team, the football program, the coaches, and everybody involved. And one more time, thank you, my friend. Thank it's been you, a pleasure Jerry. For the last couple of years. It's I tell been you, fun. you just mentioned it a little bit ago. We've been doing this together for three years now, and we've gotten to call two state championship <laughs> two state games championship. together here, and, and what a lot of fun, Jerry. You are an encyclopedia of East Central football <laughs> knowledge, and uh, above all, you're an East Central Trojan fan and supporter, and it's very fun to work with you and appreciate that. Uh, in that vein, we want to say thank you so much to Coach Jake Miners again, always. Uh, so generous with his time, and really all of his coaches are, whether you're talking to Doug Hogue or if you're talking to, um, you know, uh, any of them, any of them uh, what, Randy Maxwell, um, 
Mike, Mike Medlock, uh, yep, Stephen Medlock, who was honored at, at midfield today as well. They all are so generous. Tommy Harris, you name it, they'll stop what they're doing and have a conversation with us. We appreciate that. I want to say thank you to Coach Kevin Moore, the athletic director, for all of his hospitality throughout the year. Superintendent Andrew Jackson has been on with us a number of times. Uh, Tom Black, the principal, everybody involved at East Central is just very generous with their time, and we appreciate that. Uh, what do you got, Jer? Go ahead. I can, you, you got it. High school boys basketball tonight. Still more sports to come on WRBI. Jacksonville at Batesville tonight. Tip off around 730. We'll have that game for you as well. Finally, I want to say thank you back in the studio to Brent Lee and all of our fine sponsors. Uh, without these sponsors, we would not be able to bring you East Central High School football and would not have been able to bring you today's state championship game. We say thank you to Whitewater Motors, Bruns Gutsweller, Kurt Hurt Nelko, Steve Sinoco, and Make a Mia Pizza, Blackhawk Precision Ag, Herlinger Chevrolet, Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, Savista Bank, Maxwell Construction, St. Leon and Brookville Skyline Chili's, Tom Teepee Car Country, Sig Surveying, Huber Trucking, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Ison's Family Pizza, Hornberger and Sons, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Straber Oil, Ivy Tech Community College, St. Leon BP and Blimpy, Good Apple Roofing, Batesville Dental, Fetty Auto Body, Lutz Beef, and Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, and our scoring sponsor as well, Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. Jerry and I are going to go down to the field and catch up with some post-game interviews that will be posted on WRBIRadio.com. Once again, your final score in the Class 4A state championship game, the East Central Trojans run their record to a perfect 15-0 and hold the Class 4A number one ranking from wire to wire they put up a 42-14 victory over Northwood to claim the Class 4A state title. Until next time, for my partner Jerry Stanger alongside and Brent Lee back in the studio, this is Rob Moorhead saying thank you so much for listening, everyone, and congratulations to your back-to-back state champion, East Central Trojans, from Country 103.9 WRBI.